Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business, right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guests all the way from the LA, California, USA, no matter where you are in the world, there she is, Lane Strauss. She is a producer. She is, has been an actress. She is a strategist. She is here to help people really be everything they want to be in their business, no matter what they're doing. She has helped raise over 40 0.5 million for charitable causes and has participated in presidential campaigns as well as several congressional campaigns. She is a broad spectrum of entertainment industry. She's an accomplished TV and film producer. She's developed and produced and sold award-winning features like Teacher of the Year and like the, which is on Amazon, folks. You can find it right now. And she has also produced and executive produced Eat, E-A-T. We've Gavin Rosdale and the feature film Abby's Party, scheduled for production, um, or has already been in production on August 23. And she has secured funding for projects such as the Wister Houston uh, biotopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody, the best-selling thriller Altman, and the Spinning Gold. Uh, so many that she has done here, and that's because she's got a passion for it. She's got a drive for it. She understands what it's all about. But she <clears> also <throat> understands, more importantly, that if you are, have a project that's close to your heart that you want to do, First and foremost, you've got to not only have the, the strategy of how to present it and what it is that you want people to see and share in your passion, but people are going to buy you before they're going to buy from you. So are you authentic? Are you truly being that person? Different hats every time according to what you're doing, but if somebody met you in the street and somebody met you in the boardroom, do they know that they're talking authentically to the same person who's just delivering a different package? So. This is something that's really very important, isn't it, uh, Leander? Because uh, if we don't present ourselves authentically, truly to who we really are, people kind of get a little something at the back of their head. Hang on, I'm not quite sure if this, yeah, I don't feel this person. I'm not feeling the authenticity from this person. So they kind of feel that they're being conned or being sold a bill of goods. So it's really, really important that we actually embrace who we are, why, what we're doing. Um, the how comes afterwards. Who is first, isn't it? Welcome to the show, yeah. Hannah. Thank you so much. That was a lovely introduction. I feel like I'm done. You did all the heavy lifting for me. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Sarah. I'm, 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 you've said everything I need to say in a very succinct way. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, now we need to know the why behind it, why you have chosen this path. What drives you? And what drives you to help other people follow their path? That's the big one. Well, you know, life is a journey and, and it's just been a really interesting path for me. This isn't something I really sought out to do. Um, you know, it's not something as a kid that you say, oh, I'm going to consult or I'm going to raise money. It's not like a goal that most children would have. 
But ultimately, if you are passionate about something and you want to achieve something, almost everything needs funding to do it. Mm -hmm. So what I've just learned is, um, you know, I'm on my path to create a, my own private pretty much a studio. So what that means for me is a one-stop shop where people can come to me, bring me a project. I have the funding resources. I have the teams. I have whatever people are necessary to make that thing come to fruition. So that's, that's what's being created right now. And it's, it's, it's been a path over many years of, you know, oh, uh, I'm working in front of the camera. I'm working behind the camera. I'm working with writers, developing a script, making it ready to be sold. Um, but to speak to what you were talking about, ultimately, when someone is funding you, whatever the project is, whether you're raising money for a startup, um, technology, whether you're raising money in the entertainment industry, any business that you're planning to do, mm -hmm. ultimately, if somebody's going to invest money, they have to believe in you. Yes. So I see over and over again, and I've talked to brilliant people, I mean, brilliant, amazing people who are so smart and they've created an amazing product and then they go to get funding and they do one of two things. Either they are very uh, nervous about the presentation, so they struggle to kind of communicate and get the excitement across that they feel, or two, they go in too aggressively or, you know, cocky and don't have the humbleness to really um, answer the questions that the funders uh, have. And they make them sort of feel like, oh, you're stupid if you don't know the answer to that. And they have this yeah. sort of arrogance to them. <laughs> I met so, a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what I'm, what I'm kind of, what I help people to do when I'm coaching them on this or helping them to figure out this is how you present your information is, number one, you have to remember they're buying you. You can have the most mm -hmm. amazing idea in the world they have to believe that you are the right person to execute that task, yes, that you yes. are better than anyone else. And I know that there's been this push for diversity and I've worked with women and, and people of color as well. And they sort of feel like, well, I'm going to lean into it because they want a woman, a woman to be uh, to fund a women's project. And I had to say very honestly, like, that's great if people want to help with diversity. But quite honestly, there's a hundred, if not thousands of other people in that category who are equally qualified, if not more so. So t do not feel that you have a slam dunk yes. because you are in maybe a smaller category that they are looking to fund. You still have to be someone ultimately that they believe in as the leader of this project, that they know you can do what you say. Mm -hmm. um, and, and as you were mentioning before, ultimately that is being authentic person, yeah. no matter you are being you, no matter the venue, I yeah. call it. So it yeah. doesn't matter if you are, and, and that doesn't mean you don't have different parts of yourself that you highlight. Obviously your leadership, if you're hanging out with your friends, you don't need to necessarily be, you know, authoritative. You're, you're going to have a drink with your friends, but ultimately your belief systems are the same. Mm -hmm. The qualities that you imbibe are the same the you know your heart your vision your mind your genuine authentic self is the same so yeah. yes obviously if you're with your family or your friends you could be more relaxed and things like that but i bring humor into both ends of the spectrum mm -hmm. like I, I you don't have to be a robot in the business world people have to want to work with you that role is being taken by the way by ai <laughs> <laughs> Well said. Well said. Exactly. We have to bring what AI can't bring, which is exactly. humanity. Exactly. The essence of our heart and soul. Absolutely. 
Yeah. They haven't figured that one out yet. Like no. uh, AI can pump things out quickly. And, and um, but even with that, we have to go back and evolve it and make it more human. Usually um, what AI pumps out does make things, you know, easier. But I also say to people at what cost? Yeah. Like at what cost? I mean, we we create these items and these, you know, technology. And I know people always say every time, well, everybody was worried about the new technology. But those were things that were helping to make us healthier or safer. This is something that actually could take away millions of jobs that are white collar jobs mm -hmm. that are not things that you can typically outsource, but now they can. And those are sales, those are writing, those are things, you know, a lot of these things are quality jobs that- that That's what the strike was all about, right? You know, exactly. AI not taking over um, voiceover, not taking over the writing, not taking over the human aspect. Yeah, and it's it's I, honestly I don't think we've thought this completely through about the consequences long term of what this can do and and the consequences of the millions of jobs that it will take. Um, you know, on one hand, of course, it makes certain things easier, makes certain things cheaper for people. On the other hand, you know, do we really need everything to be kind of microwaved? Is everything need to be done in thirty seconds? I, you know, and and at what cost? At what cost to our humanity? At what cost to really the millions and millions of creatives and 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 jobs and i mean even sales yeah. um which has been a great opportunity for a lot of people um because it's very result oriented so you know if you are just good at sales um it's a great skill to have and and you know it doesn't matter if you went to college you didn't go to college you um don't have you know it, it's a soft skill that some people are really excellent at and is a super valuable skill that that really goes across many different types of business that you, you can utilize those skills and the idea that someone can pump out a machine to really do that in an effective manner is kind of scary <laughs> yeah, well yeah i mean you know i'm I'm on, you know, on the fence with AI. It's like with every tool; it has its benefits. The thing is that we have to put in, uh, and this is what the strike was all about. You know, putting yeah. in the clause of how far do you take it? What does it replace? Um, that people can't be replaced. For, and the, like with every tool, it has its benefits. But just because it can, it doesn't mean we should. So it's use it where it can enhance and enable. Yeah but not yes. replace. Um, yeah, but unfortunately that's, this is human how nature, human, <laughs> human nature and, and look, you know, a lot of people are trying to cut costs or if you're a small business, it could save you quite a bit of money. I recognize its value. Mm -hmm. I just, I do worry about the extreme nature of where it can be taken and where it's kind of going. Um, well, it's scary yeah. because somebody put out a pictures the other day of, of Trump and, um, and Biden as best friends around a campfire and everything else. And you know, <laughs> not a hope in hell that that would ever happen. But right. you know, it used to be a picture could say a thousand words and we could rely on the picture. We can't anymore. That's, so, that's also know, what I'm referring yeah. to is, is the consequences yes. of all this deep fake stuff. It's, you know, cause we really want to be authentic. We want mm. to know what's true and people need to have facts to make their decision. You don't have to agree exactly you don't have to agree with everybody but you want to be basing your opinions on facts yeah and that so. is that so is obviously the problem and this is where the human element comes in right is that um we are in a world 
where you know fake news fake this fake that is 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 absolutely evident and it's even before ai came along we you know it was happening in a, a scam city a it did an interview two, three weeks ago with a woman who went on a business trip to Peru, ended up in jail for four years and, and the entire business, you know, everything. Wow. An elaborate scam, an elaborate scam. And, uh, wow. and consulate, nobody fought for her until a lawyer four years mm -hmm. later nagged them to death to get, the, to her, get her released, right? So, you know, these scams are so utterly sophisticated nowadays that um, quite honestly, if we are not presenting ourselves where people can feel the essence of who we are, they can feel the heart and soul of who we are, and they can yeah. really feel the connection. It doesn't matter what titles or, or what shiny object you're showing. It's yeah. the authenticity of who you really are that they feel, I really can connect, communicate, and trust this person. That yes. is, I think in a lot of ways, all these things that are happening are pushing <laughs> us back to give each other time to really spend time with people and get to know them from the core level, not just the surface level. I think that's sort of the most important thing and a lot of times gets lost with technology and convenience. Yeah. And so when I'm helping people to get in front of a room of funders or venture capitalists or whatever it is, it's really saying, okay, they need to buy you. You yes. have to go in there. Do not apologize for taking their time. Do not apologize for being a woman, a minority, a, a man, whatever it is that you're bringing to the table. It, it is it. not, it doesn't matter. No. It, you, what, what you are bringing is your expertise, your knowledge, your unique self. Yes. And you have to own that space and you go in there with your head held high and your shoulders back and you own that space yeah. and you, you are undeniable. You show what you can bring to the table that no one else can bring to the table. And when you genuinely get to that place, no one can stop you. Exactly. No one can stop you mm -hmm. because whether it's this person gets you or that person doesn't get you, the fact of the matter is they will see that you have the value they yeah. will see that you have the expertise i'm not suggesting you need to know your stuff yes so you know people want to tell you oh there's these manipulations or techniques to get this or that the true fact of the matter is you need to know your stuff then you have to bring that level of authenticity and knowledge and so it's, it's a com it's a combination of your competency but you're also bringing an authenticity and a warmth yeah. and a genuineness to the table that no one else can bring. Exactly. So that it, that will differentiate you amongst mm -hmm. all the other people. Because yeah. if you go in there with this doubt in yourself oh, yeah. and you shrink yourself and you mm -hmm. go in there with this, oh, they're not going to take me seriously for whatever reason that you've made up in your mind that doesn't exist because they don't know you yet. Um, they're calling you in because they think you have something yes right and then you have to explain to them and show them why you are the answer to their prayers those mm -hmm. people want to fund something and yes. make money so ultimately again i and i've said this to people because i i know there's this big push for you know and i'm very grateful that there is a push for diversity because we do need different voices and different talents and people to have chances that maybe otherwise wouldn't but there are a lot of really brilliant, competent people who are of every gender, race, minority. Yes. So Don't rest on your laurels, just on, right. based on Don't your sex say, or this or that. Yeah. Right. It's, because yeah. I, I saw a brilliant woman say this to me. She's like, well, I'm a woman and they're looking for women run 
businesses. And I said, that's, that's great. I said, but ultimately you have to knock their socks off. You have yeah. to walk in there and be like, I am the person who you want to invest in because the one thing that is goes across all tides, genders, races is money. Yes. <laughs> you're an investor. If you're an investor, you honestly, most of the people don't care. And this is why being undeniable is what breaks stereotypes. Mm -hmm. If you look at anyone in history, I don't care, you know, if it was the first woman to do something, the first African-American person, the first whatever to do anything they were undeniable. They were great. Yeah. There was no question about their quality, right. whether you loved them or didn't love them. But I always say this too, because people talk about, oh, I strive for perfection and perfect and perfect and perfect. So I, I literally do not subscribe to the idea that perfection is something we strive for. And the reason why is if you read anybody's biography, mm -hmm. anybody in history, mm -hmm. there is not one person you would describe as perfect. Not one. I call they have them messy Coulson. private lives. They have, yeah, they have failures. They have mm -hmm. successes. They have lessons. They've had catastrophes and yeah. the love of their life or whatever it is did not work. So what I always say is I strive for greatness. I strive for realness. I strive to, to be my best and I can only do what I can do. Yes. So the philosophy, it really, you know, I always say that's such a simple thing to say, but if you really take that in, it is life-changing because it makes you release everyone else, mm -hmm. their behavior, mm -hmm. the weather, the pandemic, mm -hmm. the, you know, uh, strikes, whatever it is, you, we don't have control no. over most <laughs> things, right. over most things we don't have control. So the more that we take ownership of our own self, our own choices, and after, if you, at the end of the day, have done the best you can in, in all aspects of your life, you can go to bed comfortable knowing you did the best you could then that's all you can expect from yourself. And exactly. if you are genuinely doing that each day, you will be moving forward. Exactly. You will. There's a few things I want to address here. One of them is the, the <laughs> wonderful 58% when you walk into a room is how you present yourself, right? Absolutely. Are you coming in confident, warm, inviting, 37% is your tone of voice. Is it setting the stage for people to listen to you? It's only 7% that content. If they haven't yeah. bought that other percentage, they're not even paying attention to the content. They've already got a lot of the content in front of them already. That's the reason why you're in the room, right? They want to know, can they feel you? Can they feel exactly. the passion? Are you inviting? Are you adaptable? Um, yeah. Are you general? You know, they want people. Yes. I mean, if you're a neurosurgeon, I want you to be a specialist as a neurosurgeon. I don't want you to be a foot doctor as well. Right. Exactly. But in this business and many businesses, the more talented we are in our versatility and just like the weather, adaptable to situations that something comes up okay all right i guess we can't do it that way let's look at another way of doing it and that's what people yeah. want in business because if you yeah. become rigid that means like a tree you know you're going to break 
but if you you know have flexible branches there they're just going to yeah. flap with the wind and and that's the important thing in survival of business in any form of business and listen and listen yes. to ideas it doesn't mean you have to take every idea but the brainstorming process yes. is very helpful yes. and you bounce off each other and you know if you think that you're the only one with the best ideas and you know everything <laughs> then you can't you can't evolve you can't grow no. i mean recognize <laughs> join the narcissist club <laughs> We don't know everything. We no. will never know everything about anything. And the more and that's you also what makes it exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Getting around a table or getting with a group of people and you've got an idea and they've got an idea and everybody throws their idea on the table. And some of them kind of go to the moon and back and they go, God, this is wonderful. Okay, now how do we hone this down? Taking yeah. a smidgen of this and a smidgen of that and putting it yeah. together. Isn't that exciting and illuminating instead of coming in it's got to be done this way and i see it that way and you've all got to comply why are you asking for their expertise if you're not even going to allow their expertise to come to I, the table i can guarantee you if you know people listening if they consult or you're hired for your expertise mm -hmm. how often you get hired for your expertise and then the person doesn't take your expertise exactly it happens <laughs> yes. all yes. the time and I, I, sometimes i'm like why why are you asking me if you don't want to hear what i have to say uh -huh. it's like uh -huh. you know it's it's um it's interesting but i just laugh and i just you know and, and so that's part of that the communication skills of saying okay mm. what is it that you want to achieve what is the goal that you're trying to achieve let's discuss the best way to get what you want and yeah. break it down into steps or you know how it, it because we have to take our ego out of the equation I was about to say that yes. as, as much as possible because yeah. when you, you have to be focused on the task at hand again and i and this is why i talk about it in terms of business and personal because i i these are techniques that you can use in any conversation if you're having a, dis, a discussion with someone in your personal life whether it's a spouse a, a family member think about what you're hoping the result will be. Mm -hmm. And that's the same in business. Like if you go in there and someone says something to you and it makes you angry, and so you lash out defensively, you most likely are not going to get the result, the positive yes. result out of that conversation. Because everybody's a human being. If you feel attacked, yes, that's when you will either mm -hmm. shut down or attack back, right? Yeah. They will lash out back or they will shut down. Yeah. So in order to get the result you want, you have to approach things from a result-oriented or conversational approach. And I take that really with anyone. If, if someone is upset with me, or if someone's upset with the fact that it's raining and they yes. wanted to have a party outside and it's there's nothing, you know, you're saying, okay, this is happening. We don't have control over this. What what's plan B? What exactly? And we do. Yeah. Well, let's let's move it inside. Where can we do this? We'll do that. We'll move this here. And you resolve it and you focus on the resolution mm -hmm. rather than, as you mentioned, finger pointing or blame. Yeah. It's yeah. about what can we do to solve the issue? And then you can, you know, if you want to reconvene later and discuss, you know, improvement for the future, then fine. But when people feel attacked or blame yes. they're either going to retract themselves or or lash out exactly. and so those are those and that's that's the natural response yeah <laughs> where is the production in that where is the you know exactly. the resolution in that and i think it's like exactly. yeah i mean you can go ah it's raining no okay folks what are we going to do 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I can yell at the person next to me going, it's raining and, you know, get mad at them and it's not their fault. And exactly, you know, or, or yell, can... yell at the rain, get it off, off your chest. Right. Because, yes, it's frustrating. Right. Yes. OK. You didn't contingents for this. You didn't look at the weather chart. Right. Um, OK, folks, I need ideas, ideas. Come on. Let's what are we going to do? And, you know, people just because you might be leading the pack doesn't mean that you have to be all the ideas a good leader creates other leaders yeah it allows other people to feel free to go have how about this how about this how about that and you utilize the expertise exactly you want a team who have different different skill sets yeah that supplement yours and they know things that you don't know and they're expert in you know a lot of people want to be i, I mean i know a lot of different things but if i want a legal document even though i know some things about yes. law i am not a lawyer and if i want a legal document i go to lawyer if exactly. i if i have you know a, a film i need to market i want to get someone who has expertise in film marketing mm -hmm. so it's yet like yes along it's with teamwork. their expertise teamwork. i will have opinions and i will yeah. you know yes. be able to work with them but i trust if that's their expertise that's why i'm bringing them in because they they are the expert in that yeah and i don't want to have to be an expert in everything i don't no. want it, it's it's very oh. hard on the neck to wear all the hats and you know you're going to have a wobbly neck and there's going to yeah. be hats that don't fit i, I know because <laughs> this is you know i'm wearing all of them with this yeah. and i'd love to have a team but the thing the reason why you have people there is that it's not just their expertise it's their passion it's their vision yeah. They can see yeah. things you can't see because that is where they're wired. Like a right. cinematographer, and you know why yes. does why do we see certain directors always using the same cinematographer? Get my word around there. Or the, you know the same people, the same team every game because they've got a synergy between them. The cinematographer knows oh. what the director's trying to get, and they've they've developed a language of setting the scene and and. It's that wonderful discovery at first of that synergy where it works. And then afterwards, it's that exploration of every, you know, film that they put out there of what else they can see. Or maybe they use a different cinematographer because they want a different yes. point of view. But yes. it's, it's the respect of everybody. A else. lot of those are partnerships and there's a lot of yeah. value in having that yes. shorthand and trust. Yeah. So I have go to people for a lot of things and you know I, I enjoy that it's building that relationship they trust you you trust them you have a shorthand you know what they need they they know what you need and and it's a great thing because the trust is is amazing yeah. and you get because each other you know they know the reliable i get you you know yeah. what i need i don't have to give you an encyclopedia of what it is i can yeah. shorthanded and and that's you know that's the reason why people go back to work with the same people over and over again it's right? it, there's yeah. a trust and it's and it's fantastic and especially yeah. when i'm uh, the kind of work that i do if i'm doing something in production on site it costs a lot of money if somebody doesn't know what they're doing or exactly. doesn't do a good job it's a very there's every person on a set top to bottom has a purpose for being there needs to know what they're doing pulls their weight and you cannot create that. I mean, look at the list of credits at the end of any yes. TV or film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to give you an idea, um, everybody has a purpose and it doesn't matter how small their role no. is. If they don't do it well, 
trust me, if you have a PA and they don't, and they're not doing a good job, you will be able to tell yes. if you have, I mean, obviously all the way on up to the director, the cinematographer, actors, everybody has to do their job well yes. to get the best result. And then at the end, the post, there's a whole nother crew of people yes. <laughs> who need to do, I mean, editing can be life-changing and it's, I don't think people realize how unbelievably uh, different of a movie you get with a different editor or different choices made there. Yeah. And, and how, it, I mean, that's the reason why editing important. takes so long because they're going over and over and over and again, oh. now, that can get cut off, that has I, more flow, but the patience yeah. and the persistence and the, yeah. and the, you know, the, again, looking for that synergy. Now that scene is like taking away from that. And there's again, that trust factor with that editor. But the, it, it's the way they see it. A director sees it one way. Somebody else sees it that way. It's, yeah. I call it the orchestra. You know, we each are in discovery of what our instrument is. We learn yeah. how to play it and we could be a soloist. But when we join an orchestra, <clears throat> that orchestra is only as strong as everybody's expertise. And then it's the Absolutely. conductor that comes in that brings yeah. all those beautiful people together to create that symphony. Right? Yeah. And live and live things too. I mean, I, I do a lot of like, I've done award shows and live events and, and things for nonprofits. And it's, you know, having a team of people yeah. that I can bring in that I know are going to have my back, that they're going to do a fantastic, fantastic job. They're going to be fairly priced yeah. and they know that I bring them a lot of work. So they're not just looking at it as this one shot thing. Yes. Um, and that we have a, a relationship and it really becomes a friendship. And whenever I can bring them into anything, I will, because yes. I genuinely like them. And I know that I can say to them, Hey, can you throw in a couple extra lights in case one doesn't work? Or can you do this and that? And they know that because just from doing this for so long, mm -hmm. things pop up. And if you don't yes. think ahead to go, okay, well, if one, you no know, matter if you test the lights or the microphone, sometimes things don't work suddenly exactly. and having a backup plan and having people who get that and understand that and know that that's where you are. I have to think of, as many scenarios as yeah. I can and try to be prepared for as many as possible. And, you know, that's what the big difference is between someone who is a professional at what they do and someone who is a beginner at what they do. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being a, a beginner. Obviously. Everybody has to start somewhere. Everybody yes. has to start somewhere, but, but know that and, and look to, to learn from others and yes. look to evolve. And, you know, I've, obviously, you know, improved greatly in a lot of the things that I'm doing and there's still more to be learned. I mean, there's so many different ways of doing things yes. when it comes to funding and different things. I mean, I, I'm always open to listening and understanding and, and surrounding myself with people who knew, know more than I do about different things. And then I learn from them and it really well, is incredible. The big thing you cannot buy is a reputation. <clears throat> yes. Right? Um, if somebody's had a bad experience, believe me, they're going to talk about it. If people have had good experiences, they're going to talk about it. Right? The bad one seems to get around faster, <laughs> right? So one can't afford to have, you know, those type of things. For me, it's one show at a time. And it doesn't yeah. mean every show is perfect, but it is. it builds up over time. And when you get referrals, when you get people talking about you, then yeah. you know, okay, I, you know, I've, I've, I've got me vibe tribe in the sense of that these are the people that I serve. And so when you develop, yeah. when you keep on persisting and keep doing, you're building up a name, a name in the industry of people who want to work with you because people have talked about the good experience. 
right? Yeah. Uh, pe- people that have had good results in what you've produced. I really like yes. her approach on that. I want that for my thing. So it's one step at a time, one project at a time. And yes. that it's it, the the reputation of who you are uh, and yes. what you are putting on the line is each project at a time, isn't it? And also learning sometimes it's not a good fit, which can be the hardest thing yes. when you yes. have a business that sometimes you don't align. I mean, yeah. it, it does happen and, and you do your best, but there are times when there's politics and scenarios and you're yeah. sort of painted in this corner because there's, you know, two factions in a company that have differences and they're fighting in the middle and you're just like, okay, this, you know, there are times when, you know, you get to a a level where you start to go, okay, I really want to work with people who I'm aligned with that have the right intentions that treat me with respect. Like I've never been somebody who needs a whole parade in my honor. Every time I do something, I I have seen people who really need a lot of positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. I'm there to do my job and I recognize my role as a facilitator and to execute at at a really high level. And I don't take it as you know, it's it's like I say to people, it's like you don't have a parade every time the hammer hammers in the nail, right? You don't yes. have a, it's like you, you're there to do a job, you have a role, do your job, do it with a, a level of, of respect, responsibility and excellence that you can be proud of. And then you will get people who appreciate and, you know, want that role. And so, you know, but if you constantly are someone who needs that you know, acceptance and that validation, it's really something to look at within yourself because you probably didn't get it somewhere in your childhood or something like that. And so this is what I'm saying, healing ourselves as a whole person will benefit us in business and in personal. And and this is, people like to go, oh, well, is this related to business or is this related to your Mm -hmm. personal life? I said, for me, it's all intertwined. Well, I mean, we are our business. (laughs) I think that's something that doesn't matter what we're doing. We yeah. are our business and it, whatever we are in, we're bringing the business of ourselves into whatever it is we're doing. Wherever you go, there you are. There and, you are. And, exactly. and I see people who are super vulnerable in the business world mm-hmm. and make this mistake. Um, and they have the same mistake that they do in their personal life. Yes. And I've seen people who do this and they need constant validation or they need you know, constant follow up and co- way too much coddling. And they also need that in their personal life. Yes. And it's a vulnerability because they didn't receive that somewhere. So I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for people who you can kind of see mm-hmm. their pain in their basic daily life. And and they may not realize that they're showing it to you. But if you really take a moment to look at people authentically and say, I really feel for you. You know, I, I, I hope that, um, I hope that you, um, can find this and heal it, but you have, we have to be aware of our own. Yeah. We have to be, we have to participate in our own healing because, um, um, you know, what, what is, you know, ego, ego very often is insecurity. Now, I say to people, please stand tall in what you do. Stand tall and proud in your own achievements. You have every right to do that because this is what you're working for. You stand tall in who you are, why you are, what you're doing. But the ego is that I need validation from everybody in doing it. If you can look at yourself in the mirror and go, job well done. I feel good about this one. 
right? Yeah. That is that self-pride. But if you're needing yes. everybody else to pat you on the back, then that needing of that validation is something where you have to question yourself, why do I need this so much? It's very yeah. nice to get recognized and have other people. Of course, it feels yeah. great, but, but we but not have the need to, for it. <laughs> we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and be proud of who we are as a yes. whole person. Yes. And healing that and and I know, I mean, every psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist in the world it will tell you to look at your childhood. Yes. Before we even know what anything is or anything in the world, we're getting messages on how people treat each other. And, you know, people like to think, oh, well, it's this quote pattern and they think it's obvious, but quite often it's not as obvious as you no, think. No, definitely um, not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, things, things render their way, you know, and the more we can heal ourselves and identify what it is that we, we are feeling that we need, we're lacking self-worth and value is a huge thing that almost everybody needs. I don't know that we're ever completely fi fix that or solve that. And I mean, people always say, well, if I was this, I would be, I mean, I've seen the most famous supermodels in the world talk about their insecurities yes. and talk about how empty they felt or mm -hmm. Cindy Crawford talking about how they used to spend three hours doing her hair and makeup. And she thought, geez, I need so much work and I can't I believe how long it takes. Yeah. I mean, well, if the, these are people, yeah. well, this, well the, what I'm saying is, yes. You know, these are people that have been held up as these paragons yes. of, of yes. beauty. And if they cannot feel secure and and right. and feel full of themselves as a as a for their appearance, like how is the average woman? Right. So yeah. we cannot we cannot look to others for the validation. We cannot look to and it's not about your look or you have value in and yes. of yourself, regardless of what anyone else thinks of you. And we all have to come to this place where it's not that we don't want to look nice. It's not that we don't right. want to Again, get the self, validation. Yeah, but everybody needs you know? to find, yeah, we need the self-pride to find the look that suits you. Yes. You're not trying to copy you. somebody else mm -hmm. that presents you in your best light, that flatters your face, your skin, your figure. It doesn't matter what size you are. There mm -hmm. is There are clothes and a way of holding yourself yes. where you will look your best. And, and again, again, it's the not... essence of you. I mean, yes. may, people may catch the look of you, but yes. if you if you are foreign in the look, then people aren't going to feel you. I mean, really, what people want to do is yeah. be they the, the dress may catch the eye, but then the essence of who you are exudes it out. Doesn't match. Right? Yeah, and and that's the biggest thing I find. Like I've had friends who've hired stylists and all this stuff, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, we need to get this Midwest out of you, or we need to yeah. do this. You need to wear this trend and that trend." I said, "No, you don't need to get rid of any part of yourself." I mean, I, I started in fashion. <laughs> it's about bringing all those pieces mm. together and wear what flatters your body, yeah. what makes you feel good. And it's not about like these trends are so that you will buy more clothes, exactly. but ultimately building a wardrobe. And this might sound totally separate, but when you walk into a business meeting, as you mentioned, people make a decision about you in 30 mm -hmm. seconds. Yes. So it, when you would, you choose to wear does matter. Yes. And it doesn't and I how you, you carry yourself. You know, do you how you carry do yourself. Do you look confident in what you're wearing? Or do you yes. you know you're a, a jeans and, is it and honestly and an Amani suit? It doesn't fit. Yeah. You know? Exactly. You can have the most expensive clothes, but mm -hmm. if they don't suit you and if they're yeah. too tight or too big or they or you can't carry it. Exactly. 
and finding out, you know, you know, which colors are yes. really flatter you and you can very rarely go wrong with blue. I mean, mm -hmm. if you don't know, you can very rarely go wrong with a blue. Yeah. Like an 80 blue or, you know, different shades of blue. Nobody looks bad in blue, mm -hmm. but it, it's, it, it, it is finding those little things. And that does give you a certain confidence and a certain backbone because when you walk in, if you have yourself well put together mm -hmm. and it's not about, oh, I'm going to look like this celebrity or that yes, model no, no, or no. this or that, that I'm going mm -hmm. to be professional and usually simpler is better. Mm -hmm. Simple cuts, clean lines, you know, it feels good on the body. It flatters you things that emphasize your best qualities, emphasize your eyes, emphasize, you know, if you have um you know a, a nice shoulders you know yeah. wear things and make sure things fit you properly yes. um because i've seen i've seen women who are fuller figured who look amazing in a business suit and look fantastic and have it well tailored and they fit and and they walk in there like they own the place and they exactly. look fantastic so there's this mentality of well i don't have a model's body or i don't have this or i don't have that and then on the converse i just had a conversation with a ceo of a major company who said to me well if you're too attractive they won't take you seriously you have to <laughs> look kind of boyish and manly and and masculine and I said, you're not catering to their insecurity. <laughs> yeah. But you, you have to be who you are and they will exactly. respect you because you own your space and you walk yes. in and know your stuff yeah. and they will find out very quickly. You can walk in and be feminine and strong. Obviously you want to be dressed respectably yes. and, and professionally, you know, you don't walk in inappropriately, but you, there's nothing wrong with being feminine. No. And if you want to look masculine, then fine. If that's who you are, yeah. but bring that in, be confident in whatever it is, own your space. Like do not get small and shrunken and apologize right, for yeah. whatever it is. And, you know, even on the reverse side now, I've, I've seen, you know, ironically, because there's been this push for diversity, I've seen white men now apologizing for being a white man. And it's, <laughs> I guess. Like, yes. it's like, whatever you bring to the table, you don't have that choice. Yes. You, you don't have a choice to be yes. whatever color, shade, height, whatever you are. Yep. Just own yeah. it. Yes. Just own exactly. it. Every, everybody brings something. And, and it's like, yeah, you know, you wear the clothes, don't let the clothes wear you. You don't want to go in looking like it's on a hanger. So, uh, you know, it's confidence. Are it's you confident confidence. in yourself? Exactly. Right? I, okay. I may not know it all. I'm coming to you because you're the experts, but this yeah. is what I'm bringing to you. This is yeah. what I'm passionate about. And this is why and whom it will serve. Right. Yeah. Be very if I clear. Have 20, if I have 20 people coming in to ask me for funding, okay. And I narrowed down to say five people who have excellent ideas. And I ha I'm going to be putting millions of dollars into this project. Mm -hmm. Who am I going to fund? Am I going to fund the person who comes in meekly and is like, oh, and they might have a fantastic idea. Or am I going to fund the person who you who has so much confidence yes. and is very clear on their vision knows what her value is bringing to the table because business is not easy life is no. not easy no. and if you do not have the backbone and the strength yes. to walk in and own that then how am i going to trust my millions of dollars to someone who doesn't even seem to trust themselves exactly 
Exactly. Because you have to trust yourself and know who you are in order to make other people feel that you deserve to be invested in. Yeah. And you don't have to know it all. That's not the point. You've got to know what it is that you are pitching. You've got to know why you're doing it. Who does it benefit? Um, You know, where you see it going. You're asking for the funding to be able to hire the expertise, to be able to take it to the next level. So you don't need to know absolutely everything, but you've got to produce something thing that somebody yeah. looks at and go gosh I can really see that I can see yes. where that's going and, and I can see materials. you've got some thought into it you've got the yes. passion to get behind it that becomes enthusiasm when you've yeah. got them in enthusiasm I want to know more right yes. that's what you want out of somebody that you're pitching to the enthusiasm yeah right when Hallie met Sally, I want what she's having, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and knowing that you know how to pick the right members of your team. Yes, yes. And, and that you have that skill set to identify talent in others, that you know what you're bringing to the table, what they're bringing to the table, and you're putting together a team that is excellent that will execute this. Then who wouldn't want, if you have exactly. the capacity and ability to invest, people who are investing want to make money. Yeah. They want to know that they're going to get ROI. So they have to believe that you are that person that's going to deliver for them. And once they have that confidence, you know, they will want to to partner with you on that. And that's how it is. So they have to want to work with you. Yes. So if you come across as so, I mean, there is that fine line of confidence and arrogance. Yes. And, you know, knowing that you are good at what you do and that you can um, deliver is important. But don't let it go over to the other side of, of, of overconfidence and arrogance to the point where people don't want to work with yeah. you. Yeah, because be enthusiastic of- because you believe in what it is. Yeah. I, what, I call it inspiration to beget invitation. Be inspiring so you're inviting them to be a part of that inspiration. Yeah. Right? Because what you yeah. are doing is inviting them to be a part of what you have. It's, it's both way street. They've got the money and the expertise to take yeah. you there. But it's your baby. Right. And so you're in your inspiration of what you've got, you're inviting them to be a part of it and vice versa. So, again, it becomes then a team. It becomes a collaboration. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, it's funny because a lot of people have expertise, but they don't know how to present themselves appropriately to funders. And of course, it can be scary. Of course, it can be nerve wracking. But remember, you're interviewing them as well because you're trying to find a good fit for your project. Mm -hmm. You you know, everyone just thinks about the result like, oh, I want the money. And and it's great because, yes, you need the money to 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 fund the project. But if you have the wrong funders Mm -hmm. and they get involved in your project and Uh they they can equally derail a project if they uh, push you in the wrong direction. So it's important that you hold that space and and kind of ask questions to them and interview them and if they ask questions to you know there's a reason why they're asking the question even if even if you think it's a silly question or it's a dumb question or oh my god they don't know tech or they don't know this they don't need to they don't need to know what you know they they have the money and they know what they know and they're they're involved in funding so you have to take their question with respect kindness and, and answer it in, in the way that will get the result that you want. And this is, you know, someone said to me, okay, well, they said, well, you haven't hired an engineer. 
And she goes, you don't hire the engineer. That's such a dumb question. You don't hire them at that point. You, It's like hiring the architect before you even know that you want to build a house. And I said, I said, yes, okay, you know that. And maybe they don't know that. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with them not knowing that. But what I said, you're giving yourself an opportunity here that you're missing. Yes. Explain to them yes. the that stages. you... But not even just the stages, explain to them that you are using a strategy mm -hmm. to best be the steward of the dollars mm -hmm. and that you will hire an engineer at this point because that will be the most effective mm -hmm. and the most strategic time at which to hire this person. So instead of saying to them like, oh my God, you don't know anything or mm -hmm. even if you roll your eyes or whatever, and, and you may not use those words, but people can your feel. Body, your body speaking, right? Be very conscious of what your body is saying. People can feel. <laughs> feel when you're doing yeah. an internal eye roll as much as you you know if you are able to sit there and and explain to them in a way and say here's why i didn't hire this person yet because it would be costly and, and ineffective and i'm this is we're going to get to this place then i will hire the engineer at this point so then i will be effectively using the money that that has already been funded to me you, you're killing two birds with one stone yes number one you're explaining to them but you're also explaining to them that you have a strategy and number three that you are good stewards of financial You've put uh, uh, backing into it. Yeah. You've yes. And that there's backing and that you were strategic and you're not there going to waste money. So yeah. every question is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity to show that you your know your stuff <laughs> and that you know your stuff yeah. and also to explain it. But also if they ask you a question where you just don't have the answer for them yeah. saying, that's a really good question. I'll, let me, let me get you the statistics. I don't want to quote you anything that isn't accurate. I will send it to you after this meeting. Yeah. Um, and, and there's no shame in that. If they ask you something that you just don't have the information, don't dwell on it. Don't go, oh my God, I can't believe I don't know this and yes. let it throw you off. Just say, you know, that's an excellent question. And I, I really want to give it the, the time it needs. And there's a lot of stats and data around that. So let me share that with you after the meeting. Mm -hmm. um, those kind of things, because that can really derail you in a moment when you're yeah. presenting and they ask you something and you really just don't know the answer no. to it. And, and, you know, everybody has something they don't know. No, yeah. you know, I think that there's another point here too, is that yes, dress that represents you, but it's also, you know, um, they want to know your personality and yes, what you're doing, you're putting on the presentation business hat, but don't suddenly try and be a, you know, do, 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 do business person when your personality is more outgoing, you know, deliver from your personality, but something that yeah. is cohesive understanding yeah. that lays it out to them because again they're buying you so don't suddenly try and be somebody else in the presentation yes exactly because people will feel if 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 it's foreign to you and they may not know because they don't know you so it may not be something they can put their finger on exactly. but they just know that there's something off yeah and 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 in addition to that um personality is helpful Yes. I mean, people, you're going to be working long hours with these people. They want to get to know you and they want to know that you're someone that they can, you know, if you're sitting at the uh, a conference room table for 10 hours working on a project, if you're a joy to be around and you keep a good personality, mm -hmm. good attitude, it's a much nicer experience. Yeah. You know, these, these, right. You know, a business is, is, is tough. I mean, yes. it takes a lot of work and a lot of teamwork and the more they can feel that they can work with you, that is that is a very valuable part of the process and a lot of people don't 
understand that yeah. they're smart and they're they're yeah. really good at something in tech a lot of times they miss those soft skills yeah. so it's important that we help you know people who don't have those soft skills and maybe they're not the person who needs to present maybe there's a partner that they can get exactly who has those mm -hmm. soft skills and is better at presentation and it's important you know yourself yeah if you really and it, obviously i hope that you develop those skills but if that's just really not your wheelhouse, no, give it to someone have... that is. You can be right there. Exactly. Right. You can be in the room to answer questions. Absolutely. You can be part of the presentation, but know where your strengths and weaknesses lie. Exactly. If I know that I'm just not good at X, I'm going to sure as hell bring yes. in someone else who knows how to do that. Right. I mean, there's definitely things where I am not an expert in, and I am so grateful to have people who really know their stuff mm -hmm. on that front. And I may, I may see things I like or see, you know, I have opinions on them for what I know about it, but to really create the strategy and to really execute something, I want someone who really has that expertise. And thank God there's people who are experts in marketing and PR and, you know, um, different different aspects like that because yeah you might be able to dabble in it but if you really want to create a campaign or you really need to do fundraising or you really need to do something you need somebody who has that expertise because people tend to either think it's magic or they think it's easy right, it's either yeah. they don't understand that almost everything involves really hard work dedication strategy and proper execution mm -hmm. I think um, if you if you're going in and and presenting and you've got somebody that you know maybe is the numbers guy somebody that's the technical person somebody that's yeah. that two or three people that you know are your strength yeah and they ask a question you know I'm I'm handing this over to the expert what that's actually saying is that you are a team player you yeah. do have people and you know how to delegate which is a big part that of is a stuff. huge part of it because they know that it's not all about you me myself and I it's about us and you know how to play on other people's strength. Yes. So they're not just investing in you. They're investing in a team you already have. And they can okay. see that strength and they can see the synergy in which way you work together. That's hugely yes. important. Yeah. And leadership is about properly delegating mm. to mm. people who, who can execute. Um, it, it can be challenging because you have to have that trust in that person that you're delegating to and making sure that they will come through and and can deliver because ultimately and i talk about this too is the difference between fault and responsibility mm -hmm. when you are in charge ultimately everything is your responsibility even if something is someone else's fault yes so this goes back to the conversation of pointing fingers you know if i bring in someone and i hire someone to execute something and they don't do it properly i chose that person so it might be their fault for mm. the mistake they made, but I still am responsible for hiring that person and allocating it. So everybody wants to be in charge, but a lot of people don't want to take ownership and responsibility yeah. and, because and that's gonna... not the fun part. No, no, <laughs> no, it isn't. And there are going to be many parts of, of what your project is that isn't fun. But you know, I want to get back to like, you know, you talk about you're collaborating together with the people that are backing you yeah. and you want to be yourself. The other very, very important thing is you want to make them feel at home to be themselves. Yes. At some point while they're interviewing you, they've got their business hat on. When they're collaborating and working with you, they want to know they can relax and be themselves and not, I have to wear this particular look all the time. So the more at home you make them feel in yeah. their own skin, 
you know, now you've really got a partnership that really can really grow because everybody is not on guard with what we should say or do or how you present yeah. yourselves, right? Yeah, we're all human beings ultimately. Mm -hmm. and, and everybody likes to be around people who make them feel good. That's just a sheer fact. Yes. I mean, if you're going to do, what would you, who would you rather be with? Especially, you know, so many people spend a large quantity of their lives working. Yes. You know, ultimately, do you want to spend those 10 hours a day, those eight hours a day, those, you know, sometimes 12 hours or more mm -hmm. if you're on a big project, you know, do you want to spend that time with this person? Mm -hmm. And, and is that person going to be, a hard worker pull their weight but also be pleasant to be around exactly. or is it going to be a nightmare <laughs> because you're I going mean, to become to wherever you're coming to later and later and you're going to be yeah. on guard and it's going to be felt yeah. you know it's people feel it they know oh god they must be at odds with each other just look at the body language you know I, can you feel I, the atmosphere <laughs> yeah and i i've seen people say look i would really like to fund it i like your project but i don't think i can work with you exactly i've literally seen that yes um and just because and it's money doesn't mean you have to go with the money or just because you have money doesn't mean you have to go with the project it's got to be more than just the money because you've got to have a working relationship yeah. Look, there's always things to yeah, yeah. fund. I mean, that is the sheer truth. There's never a dearth of projects to fund, movies to fund, uh, startups to fund. There is always more. So if it is not a good fit for them, yes, they won't do it. If they don't feel like you are the right person, even if they like your idea, or if they really love your idea, they might want to say, I'm going to bring someone else in to run yes. this. Yes. Um, I mean, those things happen too. So you know, and it's also as a leader, sometimes, you know, a lot of new people, they can take a startup to a certain place. And then sometimes they need to bring in someone who has more knowledge and more experience yeah. to run it, it once it outgrows them. Mm -hmm. And so that, again, is part of the ego. It's very hard to let go of your baby. It's very hard. Yes. And you may not want to. And, and that's an option you have. But if you if you really look at this is the biggest, the best for this project. I have fired myself out mm -hmm. of, uh, 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 I mean, I had a movie and they wanted me in a part and I was doing too many things and my life was too busy. And I said, I don't think that I can give this the hundred percent and do it to the highest level that I can. I brought in someone else to do my role mm -hmm. twice, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and this is myself on my own project that I was producing and I used to be in front and I made the choice to myself. I'm going to stick to more behind the camera because yeah. I wanted to have more control over my life and pitching projects and picking things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And I yeah. know there are people who are in front and behind, but at, I had 10 different things going on at the same time. Yes. And I said, I don't feel that I can give my best and I don't want the project to suffer because of my ego that I have yeah. to do this. And I literally took myself out of it. Mm -hmm. because I felt that's what was best for the project. And I know most people don't do that. No. Um, but it, it, I honestly felt that it was the best thing. And um, I don't regret it. I really feel like that was the best thing. And, and when you have too many things on your plate, mm -hmm. you're doing too many things. And if, you know, and you have your personal life, if you have, you know, child, young children, older, whatever, whatever's going on in your personal world, you're trying to balance a lot of things. And so you have to create priorities. 
Yes. You have to create targets. You have to create strategy in terms of how you're going to spend your day, your hours, mm. and, and what that looks like and what really is important to you and identifying what your life, what the balance of your life looks like. And if you are someone who is really keen on getting something off the ground and you're willing to sacrifice sort of the personal side temporarily because you are so dedicated to something, fine. Just don't lose yourself completely forever. Yes, I mean, it's yes, okay if it's... Yes a few weeks, a month, whatever. Yeah. But, you, you know, I just see a lot of people doing that too. And then years later, they're like, oh my God, I just gave everything of my life to this one thing. And I wake up and I realize I don't have all these other things that I wanted. Yeah. And again, if that's what you, if that's authentic to you and you don't want these other things, and that's perfectly fine. But, yeah, but, but, but it's, it's, if you don't give yourself time to exactly. just be, how are you fortifying yourself? How are you getting the inner clarity? Yeah. That yeah. inner clarity comes when we switch off from the outside expectations and we go in and we listen to our heart, soul, yeah. and spirit. We walk with nature, we meditate, we spend time in silence, listen yeah. to music, whatever it is that is for you. You are filling uh, and regenerating. You yes. are repurposing. And that clarity that you come out with, you're then going to bring to your project. Yes. So even though you may be working and you burn hours out. a day, you burn out, you yes. burn out you and, and then you're no out. good to anyone. You've got to set time aside. Yes. Nobody finds you. No, Everybody knows that's this is your time. Apart from everything burning down, right? This is your time where you are going to spend that time in you. This is not selfish. This is self-imperative uh, uh, that you yes. do that. Because then you're yeah. coming with a clear head and a clear vision and clarity that you're bringing to the project. If you're running ragged, you're going to get frazzled and you're not yeah. going to see things. You're going to get irritated and that starts yeah. spilling over. So it's really, really important. Yeah. And again, that's with your personal life and your private life, because quite often, you know, you if you are a parent or things and running a business or all these things, you end up with no time for yourself. Yeah. So even if you carve out 30 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the morning, five minutes to just meditate, give yourself some peace, you're starting your day off better, making yeah. sure you give yourself sleep. You know, I see, you know, there was a period of time, which I do see reversing where everyone was bragging about how little sleep they got. <laughs> and it seems like a badge of honor. Yep. Um, to <laughs> it's going to show and, up and, in the work. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, ultimately, again, uh, you know, if you need to do that one night, okay, but it's not something that you want to make a pattern because yep. sleep you discovered how important and vital it is. Mm -hmm to your health, your well-being, um, and and ultimately to execute well in all aspects of your life, being well-rested, it shows, you know, cortisol levels, stress levels, um, you know, your body, your health, your oxygen levels, all these things are really valuable. And, and how we treat our body mm -hmm. really reflects how we think of ourselves and how we show up. And part of that being confident, it's so funny because people think, all these things are just about superficial no. um, things about looking good and all this yeah. stuff, but your confidence comes and exercise. They said there was a, there was a doctor I was listening to was talking about exercise. And he said, if you are overweight and exercise, you will live longer than somebody who is thin and doesn't exercise. Mm -hmm. If you are, um, you know, people, he says, if you have heart disease and exercise, you will live longer than somebody who doesn't exercise. I mean, yeah. when it comes down to it, these self-care and giving yourself time to move your body and fitness. And again, this doesn't go down to perfect or being some size that somebody says is the right yeah. size. No, it's no. about your own 
self-worth, your own value, your own health, and you will be more confident when you walk in, you will feel better in your skin, you will look better, you, you know, everything will flow better if you give yourself basic self-care. Well-being is, yeah, Well-being, exactly. and again, it's not this, you know, I, I, our culture has so much of this pressure on people to look a certain way and filters and all this, but that's why there's this backlash for authenticity because yes. everything, yes. you know, everything is this filters and all this stuff and this uh, pretend and, you know, and it just makes people feel worse about themselves because yeah. they don't think they live up to some imperfect uh, situation. And, and doctors were talking about people showing up with filtered versions and asking for that in the plastic surgeon's I office. Know, no, no. And the doctor's I, like, I, this I'm is not possible. The surgeons that do it quite honestly, well, because but, you know, there well, are some that would just do it because they're going to make right. money out of it. And then, you yeah. know, th it's, it's not possible. No, it's not physically possible. And the doctor was saying, he goes, this, you know, this is the bridge of the nose can't be this small or yeah. like this, this is not physically possible in a human being. Um, so, you know, we have to, again, find the wholeness within ourselves. And that doesn't mean that we don't care about others, that we don't love others, that we don't want others to be successful. It just means that we have to heal, you know, these things, these, these vulnerabilities to the point we're always vulnerable and, 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 in and, and in being a human being. But I mean, these things where we have patterns or, or just things that we do that cause self-harm yes. and, um, the more we can recognize our own patterns and our own challenges, the better we are. Because I've seen people go, why is it I, I'm never going to date again? I always be X, Y, and Z, or I always do that. It's like, okay, why is that? Yeah. Why, why are we attracting or why are we looking for the same thing? There's obviously a I pattern. That, right. That, that there's something that we... It, we see that as home to us. Like we see that because of whatever trauma or damage yes. that we have as a child. So that's why that person seems comfortable because that's familiar to you. Yes, exactly. And we have to get out of that and recognize it. And once you see the pattern, it's easier to, uh, you Be know, of it, catch it before you repeat it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mentioned the word a little while ago when you were talking flawsome, which I, it was a word that came across, um, couple of years ago and I absolutely love it and you know like you take yourself as the bowl of life and it's cracked and it's broken and it's chipped but you put yourself back together with love a love that is so bonding that that cup can wither anything and then you allow you fill it with love and then you let that love spill over and I think when you embrace all the beautiful flaws all the things that have happened in your life that have made you who you are today and no yeah. matter what the scars are, no matter what the battles are, no matter what the triggers or the challenges are, that 10% yeah. we always carry with us, that life experience is just once has filled that bowl and we filled ourselves up with love. And then that self-love is something that exudes over and is shared. And if people can feel yeah. that self-love, I'm doing it because I'm passionate about it. I'm doing it because I believe in it. I'm doing it because this is something that I was born to do, my meaningful purpose. That that purpose is intoxicating. That purpose is something that everybody's looking for in life. And if they can feel that purpose and want to be a part of it, that they can be meaningful to other people, they want to be a part of it. So become that because that's who you're meant to be. You yeah. find your meaningful purpose. All those 
all those things that have happened to you in life were all for you to discover your courage, your strength, your abilities, right? You're, you're calling your, your purpose in life and you've become this beautiful instrument now that yeah. everybody is just waiting to hear. And it's because of the battles <laughs> that you've had, because of the, the challenges you've had in life that you're now bringing to this project, bringing to whatever it is you're doing. And yeah. that really becomes something that people want to embrace because in a world of going back to what we were talking about with AI and fake news and everything else. And, and of course, green screens, you know, you have, you don't know what's real anymore, you know, yeah. and we want that authenticity and we want to feel it's coming from the heart and the yeah. spirit. We want to feel that it's got some meaning because we want to ignite uh, the feeling inside than... others. Yes, love. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing better than when you really connect with with somebody. There's yes. nothing better than when you have a genuine connection and conversation. Mm -hmm. It feels really great. Yes. You know, and it doesn't have to be about romance or anything mm -hmm. else. It's like, you, you know, whether it's a business person, whether it's a friend, if you meet someone, sometimes you just meet someone and you connect and you end up on this intense conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's there's nothing better because there's so much in our world that has, has walls up and texting and this sort of superficial um, communication where- Arms length and, and everything. And, Right. And people are so afraid to really show themselves and be themselves and connect and trust. And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with taking a minute to get to know a person to yeah. see if they're the right person to trust. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. But the only way you really can get to know a person is getting to know a person. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, you time. Impose, Give the time. Yeah. You can't. Yes, you can impose your assumptions on them, but that's just what those are as assumptions. Mm -hmm. And so there's nothing that can substitute really just talking to somebody and understanding where they come from, who they are, what they want, what their fears are, and really being able to have those kinds of conversations, which I think when you finally get to have those kind of things, it's really powerful. Yeah. And yeah. it's really beautiful to really yeah. get to know a person. And a lot of people have this bravado and they just, you know, they're so cool and everything is surface and all this stuff. But when you really sit down, I haven't met a person who does not have insecurities doesn't yeah. have even all the bravado and sometimes yes. that's even more so but you know it's really about going it's okay it's okay mm. to be you know we're all you have to remember you're just a human being we're all just yeah. human beings bumping through this world trying to do the best we can and if we remember that we can be kinder to each other mm -hmm. we can be kinder to ourselves you know, we, we've all made mistakes. We've all screwed up. We've all done things that, you know, you go, Oh God, what the hell is that? And no matter how smart you are, you can think, it doesn't matter. Um, and, and, and it's really just remembering that because if you remember that you are just a human being and the person across from you is just a human being, it takes a lot of that like fear out of it or this like imposition of this person because they have, you feel like, oh my God, they have so much power over my future because they own this and this. Well, ultimately you do. And, yes. and, and they can either be part of this journey or maybe they're not the right person exactly. for you. And that doesn't exactly. mean it's over. And I think no. when you walk in and you expect someone to hand you your future or you give them so much power, it makes it very difficult to really just be a human being across yeah. from another human being. And that's all. And once we get to that place and we can say, okay, we're just two, two human beings and we could 
potentially both help each other get where we want to go and we can do something amazing together and achieve something fantastic that we both are really proud of, then that's great. That's the ideal. The greatest thing that we can give people is time. Time is what we all have and everybody has the same amount of time. But when you can actually give somebody else your time, truly listen and, and give that time for them to feel they can be vulnerable with you and open up then it's something that becomes really something that um, that time is a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful gift that you're giving. It's a wonderful gift that that other person's receiving. And you, know, you aren't going to get to know, you know, the snapshot of what a person is, that 50, you know, 8% there. Um, yeah. With this whole facade of, you know, how many likes, how I look, how this and how that, it's that outside approval that we seek. But when we can actually be with somebody or group of people where we feel safe to be ourselves. Yeah. And and we give that person time to feel safe. Yes. To feel that they can be who they are. Then we can bring them out to be even more of who they are with that support, with that care. Yes. I think what as a human race, we've got to go back to caring for each other going back to supporting yeah. each other, going back to being the wind beneath each other's wings, because the more this person and that person succeeds, the more you succeed just by being there for them. You know? Yeah. Too much of our world is this thought of like, well, if you have it or you succeed, yeah. then I can't have it. And mm. then, you know, it hurts me. And, you know, what I've always said is like, you know, life isn't pie, <laughs> you know, no. it, it's, it's not, there's enough for everyone. It doesn't just cause I take a piece doesn't mean you're, you have less. Um, we can all be successful in our own way. We can all have, and I think there's all this fear that of, of lack. Yes. And, and if I, if you get something, that means I don't. Right. Or and not enough. If there's not enough for anything, there's plenty. Yeah. There's abundance out there. We just got to tap into it. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 you know what? I want my friends and the people around me to be successful. And if I'm yes. successful and Anne, they're successful, Yay. we can do more. Yes. <laughs> we can do more together. It's exciting. We can, yeah. yeah. And I genuinely am happy for someone when it, they do well. I mean, I just, you know, I'll see people doing, posting something that they did and, and it was mm-hmm. something uh, great or exciting. And I'm just like, claps all around. That's great. You know, it doesn't have to be this. Um, It's unfortunate that so many people just take joy in looking at other people and bringing them down or posting. They forget that somebody else is. Yeah. Yeah. I just really, you have to put a hateful comment on somebody's joy. Why? Why why does that make you, you have to look at yourself and why. What what are you getting out of that? You know, to be so mean to other people. What's it saying about you? Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and look at yourself and go, why am I, why do I need this? Like, obviously there's something that I'm feeling bad about and I'm lashing that out on someone else who doesn't, oh, I don't even know. Exactly. There's two words I don't like when it comes to our own self-development. That's comparison and competition. <clears throat> and you, you don't compare yourself to other people. Now you can be inspired by someone. Yeah. You know, I would like to be as confident as that person. I'd like to be as as free in myself as that person because they've inspired you and the competition is not competing against other people that I've got to win over you you know the it's it's just the the joy of achievement and accomplishing in life every step of your world rather (laughs) than competing against someone because when we compare and compete we're feeling less than and we're feeling the only way we're going to have self-value is to beat someone no that's not what it's about we want everyone to win 
Um, yes. and, and everybody can win when everybody's there supportive of each other because somebody else's triumph is another beautiful energy out in the world that everybody feels and that ignites, you know, that same energy in yourself to achieve something yourself. Yeah. And and I think that that's what so much of the world is going through right now. Is yeah. There's a lot of people with fear, loneliness, and lack. Mm. And because there's so much fear, loneliness, and a sense of lack, they are having a hard time being happy for others, for looking for the good in others, because they can't find it. Um exactly. And because there's so much loneliness, I, I mean, obviously COVID was a big factor yeah. for a lot of people in being isolated and lonely. Social media is a big factor in being isolated and lonely. And there's just a big fear on on really just connection. And, and a lot of people are losing that. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's an epidemic that we really need to focus on. And this is why mental illness and mental health has become so important yes. and so highlighted. Um, and people used to not want to talk about it. And now it's become such a topic because yes. I think people are recognizing how deeply this loneliness affects your health, um, connections with others. And it's, it's a big issue that I don't think is being, um, really looked at for the evolution of why like i i'm a big person on resolving issues yes and i think a lot of people talk about the problems mm -hmm. but not why it happened and what yes. can we do about it exactly i'm a big, I'm a big input I, I i really like to look at the root of problems yes. and that's how i solve a lot of things because you know you can always put a band-aid on a gunshot mm -hmm. wound but you're not solving the problem no, right no, so no. A lot of people want to, you know, they throw money at something or they um, will we'll talk about it endlessly, but people aren't really looking at the root of why things are happening and what can we do to improve the situation. And until we start looking at roots, I mean, every problem that we see across the board, whether it's education or homelessness or uh, you know, there's a root. There's why are these things happening? And it doesn't mean you eradicate it altogether, but you can start taking steps in the right direction to remedy situations. Yes. And there are things you can do in every problem. But the yeah. the thing is, we have to work together on that. It can't be one yeah. side against the other no. side. No, no. We get gridlocked. This is everybody. It's everybody's problem. Right? Yes. And in a week, I have a book, anthology book coming out called Our Forgotten Children. And, uh -huh. uh, you know, 14 other authors uh, <laughs> have joined me and, and each chapter is presenting a problem in the raising of our wow. children, things we're not paying attention to. Now, if we're looking at our youth turning into adults today, they're angry, they're, uh, they're disconnected, they're feeling lost, they're turning to violence. And that is a great deal of it is because they, they've not been given the proper routing to grow from, the proper love and the guidance to grow from. We've let them yeah. down somewhere along the line. And when we're aware we're invited to care. And when we care, we start talking. And when we start talking, we start resolving. We pay attention to what the problem is. But we yeah. have to collectively look at that problem and say, put differences aside. What is the need that yeah. we need to address that's going to benefit everybody? Not me against you or this against yeah. that. No, what is what? Well, that's the gotten lost. That's gotten yes. lost in this if if we do well while you're in charge then i'm our team is going to look bad yes 
uh, because you've you will get credit for the success. And so the people in any country or any business, if you don't have cohesive leadership where people are, it's not just about who gets credit. It's about, okay, who are we? You know, we need to take care of the people of this country. We need to take yes. care of the people in this business. We need to take care of the people in this home. In any circumstance, if there's infighting because someone doesn't want the other person to succeed for whatever reason or infighting, it, it all falls apart. Yeah. So we all have to have the higher good and, and the collective good in mind in problem solving rather than just the self and, oh, am I going to get credit for this or is someone else going to get credit for this? But if you, if, if we are concerned about the people of any given place, government, yeah. like you will see that. And there's the, you know, Gilda Meyer said, you know, war will end when people uh, love their children more than hate yes. the other person. And exactly. that's, and that's yeah. pretty much across the board with anything yeah. I, I, I find, um, mm. you know, when you prioritize right and wrong when you prioritize what's the what is best for the group um you can find solutions if it's all about ego and self-interest and all that kind of stuff it makes it very difficult to get anywhere exactly. i mean that's just that's just the thing and with children it's you know there's been too much you know we have this pendulum that swings mm -hmm. too much we had mm -hmm. too much neglect followed by too much obsessive mm -hmm. you know hovering or not enough involvement or too much involvement yeah. or too much control and not any and um you know there we have to find and it, it's not easy i mean it's yep. not easy yep. to find there's no happy one medium. solution right right and there's and each child is different and what their yes. needs are but i i i firmly believe if every child knows that they are loved yeah. and that for who they are for who they are and not because they got good grades or yes. they're not if they make a mistake that they they're still loved and you know when a child asks you do you still love me or do i you know or is this or that it's like i love you no matter what exactly i love you because you're you and then you know every child has their challenges every child has you know one in four children now have developmental delays and and, yes. and learning yes. special needs so we as a society have to stop with this everyone gets straight a's and everyone yeah. gets this everyone has to have this one size fits all yeah that's not yeah. a realistic mm. thing and it does it leaves a lot of people out of that equation and we have to start looking at how are we preparing our children mm. for a future and for an adulthood and for being a good human being exactly how are we preparing them to be a functional member of, of our society do they really need does everybody really need you know, some of these things that we're doing, like calculus or this or that yes. or geometry, like, is yes. that really important? But they don't know personal finance right. and they don't understand how to run a business and they yep. don't understand and write a resume. And, yes. you know, and I'm not saying no knowledge is wasted, but I do think that we need to start training Look at our the times children. of what the child needs to prepare yes. them for life. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. We're not and, giving and them we're not giving them the life skills they need. Exactly. And and I, I said to someone who was, you know, a politician and we were talking about these things, they go, oh, but budget and they always budget is always becomes the becomes the block. Right. right. And I said, it doesn't have to cost one dollar more. You already have math teachers. Yes. It, it doesn't have to be a full year. You can have a lesson on compound interest, mm -hmm. a lesson on investing, a lesson on personal finance, on how to save, on how to do a budget 
these are basic skills. It doesn't have to be a year long class, but right. you could have a few lessons on it. And if kids are interested, maybe have an elective that is finance and things so that kids who, you know, you have your basic, like they used to have home ec or yes. you know, things like that, which I know they mostly don't have anymore, but, um, you know, skills that are, you know, important to know. Important to, yeah, in fact, actually, we actually have a chapter on that, on actually how to teach your children to look yeah. at ma money, value money, uh, how to, to you know, actually, uh, how, you know, how you're working for money, letting money work for you, you're not just working for money, but the understanding right. of money, because they either have lack or too much, or, yeah. you know, just, we just don't teach them And they them don't this. have any understanding of no. it until they can, you know, really make it. And, and you know, you either have kids in poverty who yes. they don't know how to manage it because they don't have any. And they're not, you know, given the opportunity to learn how to turn that yeah. around. And, how... and they also then stay in poverty mindset, thinking that money right. is the definition of the who they are. Right. And this is something and, we need to teach them. Money isn't, you know, exactly. your personal but abundance also is how, not to do with money. Even if you have a small amount, putting aside and yes. saving a dollar every week or whatever, yes. and allocating as much as you can, even if it's a small amount, and how it builds up over time, and how to live within your means, and yes. you know, no matter how much you have, how to manage that, and you know, there these are important life skills that everybody yeah. needs and how, you know, and there are ways to teach people how to be a better parent yes, and how yes. to also manage their stress and their anger and, and, and to heal themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we always have these like physical checkups, but why don't we have mental checkups? We don't. And we, don't. We, we treat yeah. that because the brain obviously and our well-being affects every other aspect of our lives if that our physical body obviously if you're mm -hmm. under extensive stress or mm -hmm. have 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 a lot of things that creates illnesses mm -hmm. but also how you interact with others if you're under excessive stress or anger you know that's that begets violence you know that begets again looking at roots of problems why yes. are there shootings why are right. there why is there violence why are we having these things yeah. what is causing this to be to, to really grow to this level. I mean, of course there's people who have mental illness, but why, what is happening yes. that is causing the violence yes. aspect? Where's the root cause? Uh, and a lot of it, we're not investing in families. We expect families, they have children, they're meant to know it all. And instead of being there and being supportive, helping yeah. them for a family to stay together, the roof over the head, getting a job, having stability, instead of investing in the families, you know, we end up with a single parent working three and jobs. Education. Trying to handle it. Oh, education, a huge yes. one. We're and not educating people where they need it. You know? Yes. And how they need it. I mean, we need to make sure that we are giving our kids skills and tools to to be functional adults how do you run a company how do yes. you work how do you be a good employee right. how do you manage money so that you can live you know even people who don't have a lot can figure out a way i don't you know can figure out ways to to manage and also you know how is our economy functioning for exactly. for people you know no, what, i what have I have uh, one uh, chapter in there of a, a foster mum to boys. She's a fostered mum to boys. And the statistics is that 70% of the people that are incarcerated are foster children, which is just, you know, that isn't their fault as far as I'm concerned. That is letting, we're letting them down. She doesn't let them time out at 18. She keeps them until they're fully educated and 21, that they've got a degree, they've got an education, they've got something to go to. Yeah. And she invests in them. Yeah. And the other thing of their self-esteem because they feel loved. They feel loved. And yes. so many of these children don't feel loved. And and, and if you've got a parent yeah. that hasn't felt loved, 
How are they going to show that love to a child? We're not putting the emphasis on where it needs to be. When you talk about egos on a movie set, it's generally somebody that somewhere along the line is looking to be loved because they weren't loved. It doesn't matter if they're rich, they're popular, they're this yeah. and that. It's always that need to be loved because somewhere well, along the line, they most of us, that way. Most of us have trauma. Yes. yes. Everybody has trauma. And people think that they don't have trauma because maybe they weren't physically abused. Mm. But there's so many different ways the that societal trauma, trauma, you know, comes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or look, you've been ridiculed at school. You were yeah. bullied. You were, you know, we were made to feel were less than or not heard sometimes you were just ignored and people don't understand that that can be a trauma as well is is just you know for parents who just weren't did not prioritize you and you weren't uh, uh heard mm. you know there's different ways of doing that it's not only physical abuse there's a lot of ways where people don't feel good about themselves yes. and they're looking for validation mm. and we need to teach people how to do that from a very young age and i've seen some people doing this and somebody was posting videos about this little girl who you know was upset and she the mother was giving her the language and saying i am good i am valuable mm-hmm. I am, and it's so adorable but it's like you know it's so great that some people now yes. are, are learning and understanding you know parents don't don't really know what they're doing no you know and and it's it and, used to be a village to raise a child now yes. it's in isolation and, and, <laughs> and you're meant to get it all yeah, right. And if they're abused, right. And yeah. if they were taught poorly or not given tools, they will pass those on. So we yes. have two choices. We can either pass down or we can heal and improve. You know, I've seen people who have both ends of the spectrum. You have some people who said, oh, I was abused or I was, or this happened to me and I'm never going to let this happen to my child. Or you have the other direction where they just perpetuate that yeah. cycle. Yes. So you have those choices in everything you do is to say, I know this happened to me and I don't want this to ever happen. And that's enough. I'm not perpetuating this cycle again. Um, Wait, we look at the and, TV shows yeah. and the movies that are popular nowadays. Yes, we've got, you know, the ones that are escapism and that are big and flashy, etc. But the stories that really capture us are the stories that really tell the story of why somebody's suffering of how, you know, how they've come out of it, bringing attention to the problem. And these are the kind of stories that we're, we're drawing to because it, it relates to our own life. It doesn't matter if it's a story about, yeah. you know, Native Indian or Indigenous people here or this or that. It, it, it is kind of a reflection back on our right. society as a whole, how we have pulled the plug on community and how we need to see each other for who we are and be there and recognize each other's suffering and help each other yeah. heal. Yes. I mean, you know, ultimately, I'm really, really hoping that as, you know, there's been this push towards authenticity, yes. I really hope that, you know, we tend to, I don't know why human beings do this, but we tend to swing a pendulum, you know, really far one way the and then it goes back. And then <laughs> sometimes we go too far this way. Or too far this way. <laughs> I mean, there's so much we need to learn about balance and yes. about, you know, moderation mm-hmm. of things, whether on every aspect of our lives, it's like, yes, flow, flow yes, not extremes. <laughs> exactly. And it's like not being over extreme mm-hmm. and over, hypersensitive mm-hmm. to every single thing and understanding intention and degrees and, and shame. 
-hmm. and nuance and yeah. shame. Yeah. I mean, like there are nuances and somebody yes. makes a mistake or choose the wrong word. That doesn't mean they need to die and not ever live again. I know. I know. It just gets or, too much, too much. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, you know, we ignore the most egregious behavior and somebody makes a slight misstep and they're completely wiped off the face of, the, you know, they're not allowed yeah. to work anymore. And it's just, I know it's just, we, yeah. We need it's, to have this where is understanding balance. forgiveness and understand that if that person has said that and they thought it was okay, what is it saying about the society they were brought up in? Let us put a camera on to you know yes. to yeah, but the nuance of yeah, but, but very often it is what they've been brought up with as the norm, so they didn't know yes. it was wrong. Well, so, and also if something was twenty years ago exactly. and there's a different belief system, I can look at the seventies. It was terrible for. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, look, there's, we cannot judge people who, you know, if somebody was uh, 13 years old and posted a stupid comment as a child yeah. and now they're 30 and they're getting in trouble I for know. a Come stupid on. comment, yeah. you know, 20 years ago and it's held get, to that get off standard. It, folks, you know, it's, it's like, look in the mirror yourself. I so mean, we've all, uh, yes, if everybody yeah. had a, a, a video and, and a picture of every stupid mistake they ever did publicly, yes. That would be awful for everyone. I mean, exactly. there's there's nobody immune to mistakes. And yes, there are things we need to say, okay, this person is, you know, yeah. a, not a good role model or not yeah. someone that we should be holding up. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be consequences for exactly. extreme behaviors, of course. But, you know, we, we have to have nuance. Everything yeah. can't be treated the same. No, no you know, tar, tar and quartering people just because they made a mistake. It's human. Yeah, or right? you, and it's also how they joke. react to it, you know? Yeah, if somebody makes a, a joke that was well-intentioned and maybe you didn't like it, okay, that's not the same as, you know, child molestation. Yeah. We can't treat everything no. on the same. No. We can't yeah. treat everything on the same level of, of you know, extreme behavior and obviously there are behaviors that are not okay no matter what and 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 i'm not justifying any of that but there are people who you know who are more offended than the people who should be offended by it yes. you know there's someone who's offended on someone else's behalf and they make a bigger deal out of things and so you know again it's whether to bring it back to the business conversation you know, we have to have a balance in, yeah. you know, with, there's a lot of different personalities you're dealing with and working mm. with. We have to kind of hear people out, understand intention mm. and nuance yes. and create teams that can communicate well with each other. And yes, there are sometimes a person, someone's personality does not flow well with something else and you can't make that, you know, the round, round uh, peg in a square hole. Mm. But, you know, most of the time, if you all have a cohesive want, mm -hmm and you have something you're all working towards, if you are willing to just listen and adjust and, and put things together, you can have differences of yeah. opinion and come to a place. Whether that's in the political sphere, whether that's in life, whether that's in business, you know, we have to just, if we come from a place of just humanity, yeah, you know, and, and just listening to others, most people want whatever spectrum they're on, they want their kids to be educated. They yes. want love. They want kindness. They want food. They want to have, you know, their basic needs covered. They want to be able to just dignity. live simply and dignity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most people want this, right? Yes. That's so the fundamental. We, 
Mm-hmm. Right. So we need to say, okay, we're all agree on this. Yes. How do we get there? Yes. What can we do to do this, to get rid of some of this feeling of hate and lack and this blame and this, you know, oh, it's the, this group's fault or that group's mm-hmm. fault, or, you know, we need to just start thinking more about root causes of problems and how do we address that to improve our society, our companies, ourselves. Yes. Um, and and if we all work on ourselves, we as a society as a whole will be a better society. I hundred percent agree with you because it's <laughs> it, the 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 more we step into a higher consciousness and a higher vibration, you know, basically coming from love, kindness, respect, consideration, yeah. compassion. When we step into that vibration, we've raised that frequency. Now that is what we're putting out to the world. And that becomes that yeah. invitation for other people to match it. If we're in blame, hate, shame, loathing, disgust, that is a vibration that's very thunderous that actually breaks things apart. It doesn't lift things up and have things join. So when people are waiting for someone else to do it, it's actually us that is a part of the equation. Whether you're in business, the business of life, it doesn't matter what you're doing, where you're doing it, is it bring the essence of your higher consciousness. Uh, And I'm not talking religion or God, that's up to you, whatever your faith is, a higher consciousness of consideration and love and passion. And when you step into that light. And and ultimately, most religions are ultimately based on that, you know, regardless of of what religion you're referring to, the majority of religions do come from that place. They've been misconstrued along the way. Yes, of course. It's become something more of a a control factor. Uh, right. and a dictation rather than something as a compass for us to live by. So I right. mean, we need to go back I mean, to that I'm moral not, compass. Yeah, I'm not here to judge. And if, if, if your religion makes helps you to be a better person and a happier person and gives yes. you a foundation and, and you have a community around it, that's beautiful. Um, if you're using a religion as a basis to hate other people who are not part of your religion or don't agree with you, then that's a different scenario. That's a different scenario. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It it's like, agenda. I'm all for people finding what it is that makes them yes. you know be their best selves and 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 you know if that's something that you need to find yourself and to give you that foundation and guidance and yes. having a place to go where you can have a community and have someone to talk to and you know whatever that is for you you have to create that environment for yourself but we cannot look to, we cannot look to anyone else other than ourselves to resolve the things that we need. And it's very easy to blame society and to blame the world and to blame our neighbors and to do this and that. But we have control over how we respond to things. We have control of the choices we make. And I've heard people say to me, well, I can't, I can't do this or I don't have this choice. And I said, let me ask you a question. I mean, literally, and this is an extreme example, but at any moment, you can walk out the front door of your house and never come back. Exactly. You can do that. Anyone can do that. And some people have done that. Mm. There are people who have abandoned families. There's people mm. who have literally just walked out and said, I am not coming back. I'm not saying that's a good choice. Mm. I'm not saying that's the right choice, but I'm saying we all have choices. Even we not making have, a choice is a choice. Not making a choice is a choice. <laughs> yeah. And if you really, and I'm not saying you make an abrupt choice, no. but if you really find yourself working somewhere where you're miserable or in a relationship mm-hmm. that you're miserable, mm-hmm. take the steps. Yes. There are steps you can take each day to make improvements in yourself, your life. There's free therapy. You know, there's uh, 
suicide hotlines, call numbers, <laughs> yes, yes. podcasts, there's um, there's tons of free resources, even on YouTube, there's meditation and healing meditations and guided meditations and yoga classes. And like, well, I don't have money to go. Like, I literally saw somebody doing a free thing. They were doing a reel on exercises you can do at home using the wall or like yes, if you exactly. somebody at the gym and somebody was posting, well, you're privileged because you can go to the gym and exercise. And I was like, you can <laughs> I mean, do you have a floor and a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, that's this mentality yes. of it's a privilege yeah. if you have literally anything. Yeah. And, you know, not that we, yes, we should be grateful for what we have, but there's free Pilates, free YouTube, free weight training, free all this stuff on YouTube that you can just pull up yeah. and have a class for free. You can do push-ups, you can do sit-ups, you can do squats and lunges and Pilates on your floor. I mean, yes. you don't have to have these things. If you make the decision that you want something, there are literally so many free, the, the benefit of technology is it has mm. brought us a lot of free resources. Exactly. And so, you know, and people say, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. There's libraries with free computers. There's, mm -hmm. um, places there's Starbucks with free Wi-Fi. I mean, I'm just saying there's like very little excuses if you want something bad enough. Exactly. And, Do you and, want it bad enough? Are you willing yeah. to change? Are you willing right. to start exploring? Because and to look you're, at yourself honestly. And yeah, say, exactly. Yeah, because and say, this think is not a priority for me. No. Just instead of saying yeah. I don't have time or whatever, just acknowledge yeah. right now this isn't a priority for me. Right. And then that's okay. I mean, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that to say, look, I just don't have the bandwidth for this right now. But the but thing called nature, that you can go for a walk in nature and you can exercise in nature. I mean, there's right. always something. It's that's like, you know, what is your priority? And if you are making right. yourself your priority to be as full and abundant and enriched in yourself, then you are Three actually... Books. Read yeah, books, read books listen to podcasts, watch get TED up, Talks. Get up know, every morning, go for a walk, meditate, mm -hmm. read a book. Yeah. You can do all that before work. Like exactly. even if you have kids and you have to get them to school, I'm telling you, five-minute meditation. Yes. You know, five minutes. And I, I agree. Like some people go, oh, I get, you know, the get up at 5 a.m. thing. That's not for everyone. I mean, no. some people need their sleep. And I, I, I value sleep and I am doing my best to get more in. Um, and And so – you know, that, what that suits may, you, what yeah, you suits have you? to Just find do something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Take steps in the right direction. Start with five minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah. Just start. Yes. Just start. Yes. And, 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 we, and we've got, we've got to understand that all of the problems in the world we've created, but we yes. also are intelligent and beautiful beings where we can actually be the solution as well. And that starts with us okay. on us being yeah. us. When we bring honest. to the table, yeah, bring to the table your beautiful essence of who you are in that lightened state of consciousness, you are now the solution because we can't knowingly hurt anyone in that heightened state, but to do so will be to hurt ourselves, right? Yeah. And there was a doctor talking about this victimhood because even if something happened to you and you are a victim, it's about saying to yourself, this happened to me. Yeah. And sometimes it's because we allowed a person into our lives that we shouldn't have. Yeah. So it's not about blaming the victim, but it's about how can I make it so this doesn't happen again? Yes. And how, how do I make it I... a lesson rather than being a victim, a victim of it? Right. Right. Because I, I mean, I'll be very frank with you. I've had, you know, many of these things happen to me. I've mm -hmm. lived through 
you know, assault and all these yeah. things. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, that would be a whole separate conversation, but for me, it's about, okay, this happened to me. I don't want it to happen again. No. I'm going to do th these steps to make sure that I'm in a safe environment, that I'm not allowing people into my life who don't deserve to be there, that I, this is how I'm going to learn to protect myself. You know, whether it's going and taking self-defense class so you know how to defend yourself. It's about educating yourself, surrounding yourself with better people. Do it, you know, there are Putting steps. Putting out a different aura here right there's, yeah there's there's steps we can all take and i would never blame a victim and so many victims are children and they're innocent and exactly. pure people but i'm just saying i've been you know what would be called a victim on occasion when i was a, ch a child and what i have learned is i don't want that to happen again so exactly. i am going to have i'm going to have to do what i can yes things can happen to you i'm yes. i'm not suggesting that things don't happen to people um, but on every account, like diseases, there are steps we can take mm -hmm. to reduce our chance of getting diseases. Again, it's not 100%. I would never yeah. say it is. But 50% of cancers are preventable. Some are not. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not blaming anyone for it. I've had people I love. My dad passed from colon cancer. Um, it, there are things we can take. So I go, okay, I have a heightened potential. So I'm going to take these steps to make sure I'm healthier and reducing my risk. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if there are things, Ownership. you know, yeah, you, you just take steps to improve yes. your chances. I, yes. I am not suggesting that we have control over everything. We absolutely don't. But if you don't, if you're driving and you're paying attention and you're not speeding and you're making sure to stop at the stop signs and the stoplights and you're less likely to have an accident. Exactly. Does that mean that you control everyone else on the road? No. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that someone else can't do something to you, but you are more likely if you are paying attention to be able to avoid an accident, mm -hmm. to be able to prevent one and to be sure. So yes. we don't have a hundred percent control over everyone else. We don't have control over yeah. anyone else and things, but we do have control over ourselves and we can take steps to improve our lives, to be safer, to be knowledgeable, to help ourselves and to do things. And even if it's small steps every day and self-ownership, self-love. Right? Yes. There's nothing more beautiful than someone that stepped into the essence <laughs> of who they are in love, because you, you can feel that person, you know, that they're coming from a place of heart. You know that, that that's their authenticity. Yeah. And you know that, that that warmth and the compassion of who they are, they've done the work. Our children are like that as children, but then we send them to school and we, we yes. start molding them into society's shoulds and, and must-bes, and they lose that essence. We need exactly. to keep that essence of that beauty, of that, that innocence, that joy. Discovery of life, that and curiosity. Yes, that wonderment. Yeah. We lose it. And, and it's like, let us become more childlike in the yeah. sense of our exploration and discovery yeah. and excitement and joy Absolutely. in life because we seem to have forgotten that by being bogged down by all of these should should shoulds and like why why do i need five thousand people to follow me if i've got two or three people that are engaged with me fantastic right it's yeah. it's, it's about the engagement it's about the participation in your own life and in each other's lives Yes. And it's if you watch something that is moving to you, who does it remind you of? What does it remind within you? Has it yeah. inspired you to go and do something? That's what yeah. it's all about. I will say these shows are listen, learn and apply. Yeah, well, that's it, right? I mean, if you can, you can get all the inspiration in the world, but if you don't take any action on it, 
Yeah. You know, that's only going to take you so far. And that's why I say just do manageable things because it's, it's, it's really about consistency. Yes. So it's, you know, people think, oh, I have, if I want to look like this or I want this, I have to work out hours every day. That's not the truth. But if you work out hours a day for a week and then you don't do it ever again, that's not going to create <laughs> the result you want. It's better but that also, you do. Why do you want that result? Is it, right. is it something you really want from the core of you or is it because you think that other people will look at you differently? <laughs> right. But it's better to do 20 minutes every day yes. than spend three hours yeah. and three hours and then never work yeah. out again or hurt and yourself. And then hate it. Do... Yes. And, abandon yeah. it. and yeah. do things you enjoy. Like I yes. love going to yoga. I like, I happen to like Pilates. I happen to like yoga. It makes me feel so good. Mm -hmm. So I do those things. And then, you know, and there's other things that you can do, but if you like dancing or you like yes. running or whatever it is that you enjoy, start with that. Yeah. And, and people, people get into this again with the shoulds or I yes. have to do X amount of weight training. I have to do X. And yes, resistance training is very good for you and very valuable. And over time, especially as we age, we lose muscle, but better to do something you like. Yes. And because start you'll do doing it more often. Because <laughs> you'll actually do it. Yes. And yes. so, you know, and yes, once you start with healthy behaviors, you can add more healthy behaviors. Exactly. It doesn't have to be you eat lettuce and work out three hours a day or you do nothing. I mean, this it's is not about denying. Silly. It's about enhancing. <laughs> right. right? It's, about it's about changing your lifestyle <clears throat> to a point that is benefiting you, that yes. gives you more joy in life, not something that you're meant to suffer for. Because if you're suffering for it, you're doing the wrong thing. Right? Oh, you can enjoy quality food that tastes good. Yes. And 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 have it be healthy and simple food. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a gourmet chef to make right. a good salad with healthy things in it and have it taste good. Yes, exactly. And you can also add in, you know, if it's somebody's birthday and there's a delicious cake, you can have a piece of cake and still have an overall healthy diet. It's this all or nothing thing that we mm -hmm. do. Again, the pendulum swings too far yes. this way, too far this way. People are either binging or they're starving or they're mm -hmm. like, just find this place where you can eat healthy. Most of the time you incorporate more fruits and vegetables and lean proteins, however it is you want to consume them. If you eat meat or you don't eat meat, you know, eat nutritious foods, real food, and it doesn't need to be fat-free or carb-free or this or that mix of nutrition focus on getting your nutrition yeah. and then yes you can have you know the world is not going to end if you eat a cookie yes you yeah. shouldn't and no does that mean you sit down and eat a box no but if you moderation do, everything i mean also right. grace attitude if you're eating something with anxiety and guilt guaranteed your body's going to go bingo. oh yeah bingo. Right? but if there's been like, scientific studies absolutely. on that Absolutely. But if you're eating it, if I really enjoyed this, I'm grateful for it. I'm absolutely loving moderation, right? Yeah. And enjoying it. Your body is going to go, that's fine. You know, it's right. because because we ate the wrong foods, a lot of preservatives, et cetera, and right. sugar. Oh my God, the yes. amount of sugar and things and chemicals, which has changed the yes. chemistry of our body. But it yes. is, as you said, this all or nothing. I can't stop at one bar. I've got to go to another. And it's like, because why? That's because that's telling... something else. Yeah, yes. that's something when else in there. When you tell yourself you're not allowed to yeah, have you something, want. <laughs> you want it more. Now, yes. if you say to yourself, I want to be healthier and I'm choosing to eat healthy because I want to feel good. 
that is not taking away or the lack. And if yeah. I want a piece of chocolate, I'll have a piece of chocolate. Yes. If you know you can do whatever you want, and you're making the choice to eat healthier. It's a very different mentality than when you tell yourself, I can't have this or I'm not allowed to have it. Exactly. I'm making the choice to eat healthier because I want to feel good and I want to look good and I want to fit into my pants and that feels good to me. I like it. That's a choice you're making to feel good, to look your best, to to be healthy. It's not about someone else's perception of you, right. and it's not about dictation of what you should or, be. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. It's about you making the choice for your own well-being, and that will change your life if you start thinking about things of who do I want to be, how do I see myself in my best self? Yes. And it's not being a, a size two, you know, if that's not naturally what your body should be. Right. It's not about starvation and it's not about binging. It's not about, oh, I, I found some supplement and I'm taking it 40 times. You know, it's about finding this moderation of your Balance. body needs nutrition. It needs mm -hmm. micronutrients. You do need these simple foods and incorporating them and having a mix of them and a variety of them. And then if you know, you want to go get an ice cream with someone, you want to have a cookie, you want to have a cake, you know, that's fine. If I go to a birthday party and there's an amazing cake, but also if it's not good, don't, you don't have to eat it. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like people just eat it and shove it in their face. It's just taste it and decide if you feel that that is really enjoyable to, for you. And yeah, I think you know, one of the, uh, there's a rhythm to life. Like there's yeah. an algorithm to everything out there. There's an algorithm of ourselves. What we put out is what we receive, right? Yeah. And if we choose to live in a kind of a loving state of, of wonderment, exploration, and, and a joy of life, that is what we're going to receive back. And everything has a rhythm, it has a flow. <laughs> when we get into that beautiful flow of life, we don't go to those extremes. It isn't about bottom high roller coaster. It's about this wonderful rhythm and flow. And when you're in that, you'll do things in moderation. You'll listen to your body of what it needs and what it doesn't need. You'll listen to your mind and your psyche yeah. when it says you need time out or you need to do this and that yeah. you become more in tuned when you're more in tuned with who you are whatever yeah. you are presenting whether it's in business or just as a person out there remember we're all our own business that means we're presenting somebody that has self-care self-awareness self-love yeah. and that is the kind of person that you do want to do business with because you know that they have consideration for themselves so they must have consideration for other people well, also, you're just when you are when you've taken care of yourself and you feel good, you will naturally be a happier person. Exactly. You will give more joy out. Mm -hmm. You will be more empathetic. You will be a, you will be better to be around for everyone. And exactly. you're going to attract more people to you. That I mean, wants to be around have, you. Yes. People want to be around you. And again, it's not about like, I mean, I have, I have friends who, from all over the world and we connect, even though we have very different backgrounds, mm -hmm. very different childhoods. And ultimately people connect because if you, and I've had people walk up to me, I just came back from Dubai and I, I mean, people from all over the world there, someone would just come with me, you have great energy, you know, it's like, oh, thank you. You know, like just out of the blue or like, oh my God, you, you know, you, I had multiple people tell me I had great energy and you know, that's not about anything else other than what coming to this out. place. What you're putting out. Well, yes, yeah. I, I like people. Yes. I like to hear 
stories. I like to speak with them. I like to, I'm fascinated by yes. other people and their lives and their stories. Yeah. I love, yes. I've read a million biographies. Yes. And this is why I say it's like one thing that stood out to me is the people, these people have biographies on them because they had something they've achieved by written by other people, not by yes. themselves. Yes. You know, this is that they had touched people in some way, whether yeah. in history, they were figures in history or they were, you know, uh, icons in, in art or actors or painters or whatever. These are people we're that- illuminators. These were people who achieved some yeah. level of greatness in what yes. they did. And, and had when an you impact. look at their, right, and they had an impact and they had people who were fascinated by yes. them. And if you read them, they are not, you know, everything is not this perfect straight no. line. No. Their lives are messy. They had, yes. I mean, even Albert Einstein, it was mm -hmm. like, you know, this brilliant person who's a scientist who had messy personal life or, mm -hmm. you know, they fell in love or they had an affair, or they did this, or they were devastated. Their heart was broken or they were abandoned as a child or they were abused or neglected or they weren't appreciated in their yeah. lifetime. Like, and like, whatever. Like Nikola Tesla, look how brilliant he is. And we're using all this technology today, but he died of poverty. Uh, yeah, I've completely I mean, and like, like all he was way before his time and like yes. we look at these people and we see the achievement yeah. or the glory but we don't right. understand the journey in getting there Marie Curie on the journey it's crazy she was the first woman she won a Nobel Peace Prize yeah. and uh, created all this stuff and died from poisoning from you know the work she was doing she yes. sacrificed her whole self without even realizing mm -hmm. how toxic what they were doing but you know people don't achieve no. whatever level i'm not suggesting everyone has to be no. you know everybody a, has a contribution everybody Doesn't matter what it is the triangle in the in the orchestra or the soloist right everybody has right. a contribution absolutely and 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 the thing is it's really interesting because you know a lot of times our society values things more than other things but you know when you had a pandemic suddenly the heroes are the people working in the in the grocery store who go to work and make sure that we have food mm -hmm. and the people who are shipping and people who are loading stuff. And so the point being, our society needs everyone. Yeah. Our society needs people. Not everyone is the doctor or the lawyer or the celebrity. You know, everybody says, oh, I want to be a celebrity, right? But you know, we need everyone. Yeah. And the one thing the pandemic did is shine light on these necessary workers who really yes we, we should not forget our day-to-day -day survivor that that we don't we don't thrive without them right? exactly yes. and so everybody has a place in society yes. everybody has value and it's it all these things a business is a microcosm of society mm -hmm. a movie set is a microcosm of society you know yes there are people who are leaders of the of the project but there are you know you need someone who answers you need someone who cleans the office. You need someone who throws out the trash. You need someone who, you know, gets the supplies. I mean, yes. you know, if you can't function in a business, if you go to print something out and there's no paper, you don't have a pen, you don't have a, your phone's not working, you, you know, all these things as a society, we need to remember we all serve a purpose and we all yes. need to treat each other with basic respect and everybody has value. And you don't want to have a situation where these people are not there. Yeah. <laughs> No. That we don't have that we don't have these people that that are the foundation of our society and we you know and that's that's what i i was really the the good part you know you have these tragedies in the world and you hope 
that people learn lessons from them and with and 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 whether or not they we stick with these lessons yes you go oh my god nurses thank you so much and thank you so much to all the medical professionals and all the people who went in and served food and people who were doing uh shipping and all this stuff it was you realize how awful it is when you go into a grocery store and the shelves are empty exactly Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, we have to, as a society, keep that in mind and remember Value that each everybody's. other. Doesn't matter what level we're at. You know, I always say that, you know, when you walk into a, a building in a big CEO and it, it's a, they own the building and you're going up to the penthouse to see the CEO. But if you walk in and everything is sticky and dirty and tardy, what's your impression of the CEO? That janitor has set the stage. Right. Oh, He's trust set the me. stage of how you're Yeah. going to receive it. Trust So me. everybody The last has thing a role. you want, the last thing you want is and 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 there's been strikes of of the people who who are are the collectors and if the last thing you want is a society where the garbage is not handled Exactly. and maintained We've and seen things are strikes not clean on that and what and what it does, right? Yes. oh my god it's Yes. I, yes, we have to remember that, that everybody serves a purpose. And, you know, when you go to a restaurant or when you go anywhere, you need those people who do their jobs well. Yes. And it's a much nicer experience when you go in some place and somebody smiles at you and says hi, and they do a good job, right? I, I equally back at them. Don't just treat Yes. them as a server and not look up. Look at them. How are you doing today? Right? You, they could be having a bad day, but you just seeing But be them grateful. and, and And saying, you treat how are them you doing well. today? Yes, Exactly. but you treat What a them difference well, it makes. it will make their day better. And it's Absolutely. just that thing when And you it hold passes the door, on like a ripple you effect. hold, you hold the door for somebody, you smile at them that, you know, evolves the, the, you know, picking up someone's coffee uh, or something for them, you know, you, you have this, this pay it forward and you hold the door for somebody versus, you know, or you cut someone off in traffic and then they get mad and they do something. You know, it, it's, Everything has we have a ripple to, effect, so you want to have a yeah, good ripple. You want to make yes, sure you're passing on a good ripple. exactly. We, we forget as a society, cause we feel so separate that we are, you know, literally when there is a tsunami or a storm in, in Japan, their refuse washed up on the California coast. When we had fires here, it was felt in Canada, New York, Yeah. Yes. Well, we had the worst you know, fires with the in wind. history. Yes. Exactly. We had Yeah. terrible fires. So we forget that this planet is really just one place Yeah. and that we do have an effect, however small on each other. And, and, and it does grow and it is impactful. And the more that we hate each other or, or Yes. Mm. give this, this, this negative, um, just assumption of people, you know, give people benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you have to be taken advantage of, Mm hmm but, you know, hold the door for somebody, give these minor kindnesses, Yes. smile at somebody, treat people with basic respect and kindness. And you know what? You will get it back. You will have a better Tenfold. day in return. Tenfold Everybody back. will have a better day. Everyone will. Literally, Now, how, how everybody. much does it, how much does it take? How It much doesn't does it cost cost you? anything. Exactly. It doesn't cost anything. Just to share a smile. Hi, how's the day today? Oh my God, it's raining again. It doesn't matter what you're saying. You know, thank God for the rain. It's going to fill our dams, you know, Yeah. and maybe enough water for the fires. You know, it, there's always something to look at it. Start a conversation. I don't know how many people I've met by commenting either on their shoes, their smile, the weather, the this Whatever. and that. And Yeah. sometimes it might be the only conversation that person has in a day, right? So, Yeah. you know, get out of your own self-importance or your own ego or your own fear or Yes. your own insecurity and communicate, communicate with each other.
you know, a, a smile, a touch, a, a comment or something. You never know where it's going to go. You never know what it's going to lead to, yeah. right? We've seen this time and time again, a star being discovered, you know, uh, where somebody's seen them and God, you'll be good at this. And then the, the ripple effect comes out or somebody, you know, yeah. does something for someone. I, I, I've, I've interviewed people who used to um, buy the homeless signs. He would give them money to buy it as a transaction rather yeah. than a charity. He later on went on to have a complete exhibit of all of those signs and they do a documentary on it <laughs> and yeah. bringing awareness to the homeless. When he started this 20 years ago, it was just the dignity of buying something from someone. He yeah. didn't know how big or how it was going to change people's lives. We can project sometimes where we think something is going to go and we yeah. can take those steps to lead it that way. Obviously, when you're making a movie, you've got the script, you've got the actors, you've got everybody else, everybody yeah. in play to produce. And there's it. still magic accidents exactly. that happen. Exactly. That happen. But it's, it's how everybody comes together in that synergy of what the performance truly ends up like, right? So just And be I actually am very careful, role. to be honest, about who I bring in. I mean, if I, even if somebody's very talented, if I, have heard and get the sense that they really are unpleasant to be yeah. around or if they're not respectful of the others yeah it, i choose not to work with them it's a there's toxic a lot of environment right yeah because it, it really is such an intimate space and and it can really really um it can really hurt the project as a yes. whole if 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 it's if it's really a cancer into the project or or affects the whole crew um, it will affect everyone and it's just not worth it to me. Uh, it's not worth it to me. I mean, I need to have everybody in there doing their best work and feeling good and appreciated. And, you know, if somebody has an issue, I listen to them. I try to protect, you know, the other people saying, come to me if you have an issue, let's sit down and work it out. Let's figure out what's necessary. And the people who, you know, the director needs to focus on the shot. They need to do what they need to do. And I'm here to kind of solve whatever's Conduct. necessary. Conductor. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, and I understand my place and I, I appreciate what everybody brings to the table. And I've had situations where somebody who has a smaller role doesn't show up or doesn't mm -hmm. finish their job. And it literally affects the whole, yes. the whole project. And, um, it can cause major delays. It can cost thousands of dollars. It can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's, it's a big deal. Um, we don't, we don't want the prima donnas anymore. You know, it's like, this no, is a if job. You're not going to come out of your trailer for exactly. hours. It's going to cost me a lot of money. And I'm exactly. sorry, but I would we, rather We don't need those kind of else. egos or those prima donnas. It's like, you've been hired for a job. Uh, Do it. Don't, don't get so, uh, you know, ahead of yourself. Uh, we, we see some of the, the top people in the world being humble and have you humility because they know that, you know, it is the because of the jobs they've had, because of the support and the adulation they've had from other people, that they have the success that they have. So it's it's always remembering those and, roots. And the irony is a lot of the big people are really, you know, more humble or, mm. or more easy to work with or have a good time then you'll be, you'll be surprised. Sometimes you have an extra who has like, or somebody who has like one line who causes you more problems <laughs> and you're just like, why are you? Yeah. They, they need to feel like a big shot or something and they will complain or do something. And you're like, just, it's surprising. Sometimes it's yeah. the person who needs to feel like they have, you know, that they are a big shot and the people who already know they are, don't need to prove it. Um, and that person is only as good on screen 
as the director, as the lighting, as the sound, as all the other people and they know underneath that. that. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's not all about them. They get the adulation and the rewards. But without everybody else, you know, yes. doing what they're doing, they're not even going to get recognized. So it's it's an everybody. It's a teamwork and everybody needs to work together with synergy. Oh, it is. It truly is. I mean, it, it, it truly is these projects. I mean, that's why those credit need everyone to step up and do their job well to get to get a to get a quality project. And it it is really about managing a team and making sure that everyone feels honestly that they are valued and yes. you appreciate them and consider them and you know work and with them and give them the, the tools project. to be their best they take version. pride in um, being a part of something part of right when they yeah. take pride or something and you want them to yes. you want yes. them to i want i enjoyed that product i take pride in what's going out there i, I want them to feel ownership yes yes I, yes absolutely and i want them to feel ownership over it because yeah. then they feel like this is my work too yes. and it is their work too yes. it is their work yes. and i i i am not a lighting expert i am not the uh you know editing expert i absolutely need every single one of these people to do their job in an amazing way yeah and that's that's and working fact. cohesively together and if you create that cohesive environment where everybody feels valued for who they are and what they're contributing then everybody's supportive of each other they yeah. want you know, the lighting to be good, the sound to be good, the this to be good, because then that represents their work. So if everybody's stepping up to the plate and everybody's putting their best foot forward, then yeah. it's something they can look at and go, I'm, you know, how many actors have you said, I don't want to talk about that movie? <laughs> you know, because there's always one that they've done that God, I wish I hadn't, right? right. But yeah. if you want people to be able to say, I'm proud to say I was a part of that, yes. right? That's important because uh, A, it's got good vibes. B, they're there, the picket fence that are putting it out there. But that also means that next time you've got a project, they're going to go, I'd love to be back again. I love the environment. If they yeah. love the environment, then they're going to be put everything into it because they, you know, they loved working there. And that's important. It's Absolutely. creating the right environment, isn't it? Yes. And, and no matter what project, you know, you want to have those kinds of people around. Yeah. And, you know, that's, and, and it's the same in a personal relationship, right? I mean, you have a friend, do you want to have a friend who you enjoy being around, who yes. lifts you up, who listens to you and you listen to them and you have a good give and take and you support each other? Or do you want someone who every time you call, they just complain, they never listen to you, they talk over you, you don't enjoy their, I mean, you're not going to want to spend time with that person. They pull you so, down and you can feel it. You feel weighted afterwards. And it's like, why, why am I with that person? Yeah. Yeah. Even if they don't actually actually put you down, but they don't give you the support or they yeah. just uh, look down on something you're excited about or that's not going to happen or whatever. Um, you're not going to want to be around that person. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's like, because people always say, well, how do you act in business and how do you act in person? I'm like, this is how I treat everything yes. in my life. Because the more that I am genuine and whole in myself and I can be there and be the actual human being I am and bring that with me everywhere, and I will work, yes, of course, my, you know, what I'm focusing on during business hours and a project is going to be more specifically tailored and I'm going to have, you know, just, and, and, but you can enjoy doing these projects if they're things that you like and you can bring that joy and still have some humor and some joy while you're getting the work done. Um, but you can also, you know, uh, um, 
bring that responsibility to your personal relationship. So yes, mm. you can have fun with your friends and things, but you can also have that personal responsibility with them where if they are part of your life, you show up for them exactly. and you Good do what you bad. say. Good or bad, right? And you do what you say. Yeah. Like, I mean, we had a storm and I had promised a friend last night I was going to go see a show. It was her birthday. She was doing this comedy show for a benefit. And I promised I would go. The weather was terrible. I had a long day at work. I really probably would have stayed home otherwise. I made a promise I would go. And it was it was safe to go. It was just, you know, still a little rain, but it wasn't as bad. And I was like, okay, let me go get dressed and do this. And get over there and it was raining and there was no parking in the place, you know, but I promised I would go. And so I, I, I made that happen. And, yeah. and I would want her to do that for me. Yes. And I would want people to do that for me. And sometimes it may not be convenient or you might, you know, yeah. and there's, you know, the balance there, like, but just, you know, if I promise that I'm going to do something Respect. and I know it's important to them. Yes. I mean, look, sometimes you're sick, you can't do something, yeah. whatever, I get it. But if, if they know that you show up when you say, yes. if that time you can't look if you get COVID but again uh, nothing is 100 percent in this world right. um, but if you if they know you're reliable and you show up and you do what you say you will have better relationships and you will have better relationships in your work life so uh, you know I always laugh at this because everyone wants me to compartmentalize but ultimately wherever you you go there you are and exactly. and the and the I know people say, oh, how you do something is how you do everything. And I don't know if that's 100% true. But I do know that if I am, if I am um, happy with myself, and, you know, I acknowledge my strengths, my weaknesses, my lessons, my mistakes, the more that I get out of my own way, mm -hmm. and just acknowledge my humanity and acknowledge everyone else's humanity and just give kindness and I'm, you know, believe in being high functioning and doing what I say and, and being excellent at what I, I do and bringing in other people who are, are, have expertise in what they do. I, I mean, the sky is the limit. It's the sky is the limit. And for all of us, I mean, we can yeah. all support each other. We can all do great work. We can all help each other and good things will, will who, come who would want to be the only size that fits all god how, what burden right it, it is having all those you go into a candy shop you're not going to eat every single candy there you know today yeah. you may travel you get <laughs> to this one and this one and you have your favorites and but it's yeah. always knowing that consistency of that candy you're not meant to no, go in and eat the whole that's thing part right? of growing up is uh -huh. learning like when you're a kid you want everyone to like you and mm -hmm. you want everybody to think you're amazing and think ever and you know ultimately the irony is the more comfortable you are with yourself and the more true you are to yourself, the more people will positively respond to you. Yeah. But even then, there are a lot of people who aren't happy with themselves. And mm -hmm. if they see that you're happy, they they aren't happy for you and they're not going to be happy for you. And, and that's, you not, know, that's not on you. That's on that. Don't not take on it personally. You. Yeah, and that's, you don't yeah. have to. Well, that's it. You don't take things personally because most things are not about you. Yes. And that's why I say removing the ego is so important when it comes to these things and focusing on the result you want, because it isn't about me. If somebody's miserable in their own life or maybe they're going through a difficult time or maybe yes. they have a tragedy or maybe they lost their parent or they're, they were abandoned or whatever, and they're bringing all their stuff mm -hmm. to the table, that's not about me. And they might be frustrated or angry about something that didn't go their way. And that's fine. They have their moment. Nobody's perfect. But exactly. if, if I can, I can hold my own and, and respond appropriately 
and not get defensive or upset with them if I don't take it personally. Exactly. And not everybody is going to be a perfect fit with me. And that's no. okay. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah, because you don't want that anyway. You you want people where you can see the gelling together, right? The yeah. fit and the gelling together, because that's the important thing. So, yeah. they, I mean, obviously you, you produce these wonderful movies and you're a great fundraiser and you're doing all this work. But in helping people kind of prepare for a presentation, what is your process and how do people reach you? Um, well... They can reach me first. Uh, I have a website which I've honestly strictly set up to interact with people in this in this uh, situation so that we can communicate because I have been referral only and I never actually really were, were putting out services. Right. Um, but I've had just so many people coming to me and having such good success with just learning this process of how to develop their own style mm -hmm. because quite often people have their style and they sort of impose that on others to yes. say like because this works for me here's how you should do yeah. what i did yeah. but what i really believe is developing your best version of mm -hmm. yourself so that you can be you at your best um the way I do something may not be the yeah. way that you need to present yourself and your skills and your expertise. So what I help people do is really get to the place where they are fully themselves and can and can show that in the best light and get the best results. So I have the website is just my name, Lainey, L-A-I-N-I-E, Strauss, S-T-R-O-U-S-E dot com. Um, there's a few sample, there's a few projects there, um, but there's a contact, uh, contact area where they can reach out to me. Um, and for your viewers, I was open to giving a free, you know, 15 or 20 minute um, consultation if they're coming from, from you for your viewers and your, your followers, um, so that they can kind of see how it could benefit them. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful because again, you want to know, You've heard her, you're inspired by her, but it's only the conversation you have with her is whether you find out whether there's a fit or not, right? So right. having that, you know, right. it's you're going to know in that 20 minutes, yes, I get you, you get me, I want to go further, or right. okay, no, I respect you, but it's not quite what I'm looking for. And that's exactly. okay, right? And it's that's the, okay. Yeah. I, you know, that is the biggest lesson I think that we have to learn, yeah. that it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or even the other person. And again, even in personal relationships, there are times when you just realize you want different things or you're not gelling and it's yeah. okay to say i wish you well on your journey exactly you know, we don't yeah. have to hate someone just because no. they're no. not right for us somebody likes oranges or... somebody likes apples you're going to hate them because they like the other fruit get over yourself <laughs> right but it's, it, it gets when emotions are involved it's 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 difficult for people but if again if you get to your honest self yes. you can say i i can see that this is not we're just not aligned in what we right. want or maybe it's timing or whatever it is but it's better to know now and send send each other happily on yes. each other's way and accept yeah and maybe maybe it will come back to you and maybe exactly just, that's maybe the thing is else who's a better fit will come exactly into i mean when somebody is inspired by you but it's not a fit for them they're going to meet somebody oh you need to speak to laney yeah, yeah she's right up your street and that's the thing is you know referral <laughs> as you said everything has been referral to you so far referral is such a compliment 
because you you know it's somebody that believes in you and believes what you're doing and wants to refer yeah. you out and that is such a compliment and much better than any form of advertising because it's coming from people who've experienced you so yeah. whether somebody does align with you or not and it's just not for them or what you're doing right now but they yeah. refer you or people who have experienced what you do and refer you that's always the better way to go anyway I much prefer that yeah yeah, I mean, I was I was honestly booked. So I, um, you know, we did have a strike this past year. Yes. So um, because I had uh, some of my projects were delayed, um, I ha and I had people coming to me with different types of needs. Mm -hmm. um, I just it, it was just interesting. It was a natural development. It wasn't something where I said, oh, I'm going to develop this process. Um, even for a script, I use it and I can literally find out where the holes are without reading the script just by asking them these key questions. Yeah. And I can do that with a presentation. I can ask them because I know what they're going to ask you. I, I've been on both sides of that aisle and I work with people who fund every type of project you can think of from tech to startups mm -hmm. to healthcare to scripts to, you know, and I present them with things all the time. So I understand the process. And so I can really say, what about this? And then they go, uh, 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 I go, that's something you need to know and be able to answer. And here's how we can develop a proper answer for you to be able to handle these things. And if someone throws you a curveball, here's how you handle it. Exactly. And here's how we're going to prepare you for that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really it's, helps. It's having a passion, but willing to learn willing to work with other yeah. people don't come with like no i want to do it this way this way well go and do it but if you're coming to laney you're coming <sighs> because of all those holes that you have there that you don't know you need yeah or that you don't and you know may you're not prepared even know for. exactly you may not even know exactly. what it is and yeah. and so through that discovery we figure out what are the things that you need and how can we work together to get you where you need to go? And I will never, never dictate to anyone. I don't judge you. This is not about me saying, oh, I know more than you. It's yeah. about, we, we often need another person to reflect, to, yeah, to bounce reflect off. back and mm. to work together with. And almost every coach I know, people who are super huge names, have coaches themselves. Exactly. And therapists have therapists. And, you know, we we are not uh, uh, alone in this. And just yeah. having another person who has different sets of experiences than us, we can work together to fill that for you and help you be more successful. And again, it's not about me going, oh, I know more than you. I, I know certain things. You know certain things. We can come together with our, our joint knowledge and really help you to elevate whatever you're trying to get done and help you to be your best self and, and have the most success that you can. Yeah. And that's what it's about. You know, it's being behind people to have that success because the more people have that personal success in their lives, the more they elevate up into that, you know, higher frequency and the yeah. more they become part of that wonderful vibration that we need in this world. So it is about people's success. It isn't yeah. uh, pitching people against each other. It's, you know, we'll, we had we always do the shows a week beforehand because we had the Grammys last night. And it's yeah. people supporting other people, but they may not have won. It wasn't their time, right? But then being behind somebody who has won, good for you. You got there, you know? And well, that's and the here's the thing. thing. You were all identified as the best in your craft. Yes. And when it comes to art, it's very difficult. Yeah. 
because each one is so different yeah. to say this one is better than the other. So this one just got maybe more votes of the right. people who voted, but that really doesn't mean, you that know, everybody else was less. <laughs> well, yeah, there's yeah. millions of other people out there yeah. who like this type of music better than that, or this particular song better than that. And if you notice, most of the awards were distributed amongst a larger group of people than one person sweeping across. Yes. And that's because yes. People said, oh, I want to honor all these people, but we'll give this one, this one, we'll give this one, this one. And they distributed it because they were all excellent in their field. Yeah, exactly. And you may pop music or not like country music, but there's a huge fan base for that. And so just to the point that you said, not everything's for everybody. Yes. And, you know, you can be excellent and do very well with a very small portion of the population. I mean, if exactly. you... There's, 40 million people just in California mm -hmm. alone, just in the state of California. That's what we so, have in Canada, or well, maybe 41 yeah. million. <laughs> yeah. We actually surpassed France as the fourth largest economy in the world now. So mm -hmm. California in and of itself is bigger than most countries. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if, if you even had 1% of the population yeah, of California exactly. support you, I mean, and that's, you would be you would be super successful and wealthy. You don't need everyone. No. You know, for yeah. me, one good client is more valuable to me than anything else. Like I, I, I keep people and I have it and, and it adds value to my life and to their life and we can do great things together. Exactly. That's what so. it's all about, right? Thank you so much for sharing here today. We've gone over two hours because we had so much to talk about and so much to cover. And I'm thank you for giving your time here. Um, but, you know, if we've got to know our why. Why do we want to do what we want to do? Is it because other people are expecting it? Or is it because something that's a driving force within ourselves? And we need to kind of know who we are, why we are, what we are, and embrace ourselves so that we can bring that to anything else that we want to do in life, right? Because that's what people are looking for. You may be good at it, but what we want to know is, are you passionate about it? Is this an extension of you? And that's really important that we become ourselves so whatever we're presenting, we're presenting in that true authenticity of self. Yeah. And, and honestly, you it, it could be the simplest things in life but the more that you appreciate all these elements that make yeah. up a basically good life then you have that foundation to go out and do all these other things exactly. and i understand that there's large chunks of this planet where people are doing many things that they just don't want to do mm -hmm. so i just say to everyone just take stock look at yeah. your look at your life Look at your path. What can you do each day that will make because slight improvements over a long period of time have mm -hmm. big impact. They add big up impact. and they add up. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah. They really do. And and I can almost guarantee that everybody has five minutes for themselves. Mm. Five minutes. And then and if you don't, it's minutes. time for you to find that five minutes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you can you can, and yes. it's it's about prioritizing yourself and your well being. And, and, you know, I mean, and but that's also another reflection. Things. If you're not managing yourself in your time, how can you manage a project? Right. Right. So that's really important, sure. right? So it's, it's knowing that management of self and bringing that management to everything else that you do, which is important. So it's yeah. laneystrauss.com, folks. If you want to reach out to us, she give you 20 minutes conversation to find out if you're a fit and just, you know, this has been a big show today and we've covered a great deal. I invite you to actually gather a few friends together, have a, a, a podcast 
uh, you know, book club, podcast club. And then both of you write, you know, all of you write down kind of what you got out of it and then share that because that's really where it's about. It's about, I got this and you got that and you got that. And now you're seeing a whole picture, which is wonderful. But of these conversations, with the amount that we've shared here today, it's a lot to digest on the first time round. <laughs> so don't forget to listen to it again, take note, but also share it. It's wonderful to actually share the podcast with someone and then discuss it afterwards because it's just so illuminating what other people saw that you didn't see, that now you see, it's exciting. So share, re-listen, take notes, and remember, listen, learn, and apply because there's always something here that you've learned that you can apply to your own life to make it better. So thank you, Lainey, and to everyone else out there, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted and we do hope that you enjoy the next show.